Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spawncast, episode 293. We're missing a bunch of people, mostly, well, let's see, we'll go down the list here. Jordan, uh, Jordan, one of his videos blew up, he's like, he went Hollywood on us now, so he's gone. Uh, mm-hmm. now he's uh, now he, he actually was doing some traveling this week, and Miss Click will probably be popping in here soon. Sean just had a... Sean, Sean wasn't in a good mood. He was he was fighting all over the place. Game freak and stuff hit. He was he was doing it. There was an auction he lost. It was a whole. It was it was a it was a long twenty four hours for this guy. So he's 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 sitting it out tonight. Poke, poke fanatics coming after him. Yeah, <laughs> there was a, there was a lot happening in his life in the last twenty four hours. <laughs> so he'll he'll be back with us uh, next week. But let me let's go around here because we'll start here. We'll start with MVG. Hello, hello. Great to be here. Good to have MVG here, uh, a Switch developer who maybe can help us get to the bottom of some things over here. All right. Well, so I got, we'll, got we'll some see. takes. Got some we'll takes see. on that. Oh, we're also missing Max. He was actually doing some uh, some Thanksgiving, some friends Thanksgiving stuff this this uh, weekend as well in preparation for the, the upcoming week. We have OJ, Player Essence. How you doing, OJ? What's up? Good to be here. Good to have OJ here. We got Nate the Hate. Yes, I am here and... You may potentially hear my phone go off because one of my friends is currently in labor, so I'm waiting for the news that the baby has arrived. Oh, okay, that's exciting. All right, all right. Do they, do they know if it's a boy or girl yet, or are they just going to be surprised? It's a girl. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Hey, you say stuff. one of your friends is in labor? Yes. Are you the dad? I am not the father. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks, Mari. <laughs> uh, then we are have... you not the dad, <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> then we have Evan. Yep. Evan is here. All right, yep. great. So we had we had quite the interesting week. And they be careful with that, Nate. I'm just saying you might you might sometimes they spring one on you out of nowhere. I'm just that's true. That's true. <laughs> we I have uh, one of those back in two, 2013, bro. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> we had the, the all the Pokemon stuff go down this week. It was kind of mayhem there for a while, but they are now out. A lot of opinions about these games. Uh, we a couple of us got a chance to play them, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of separate the game from the developer with the situation at Game Freak and all of that. So we'll, we'll go back and forth with with that. Should be fun. We had all of the game award nominations hit. I think we'll pick some of the categories because I'll be I'll be honest. Some of them I don't think we're going to be able to really have much of any opinion on. Uh, there's like some esports stuff in there that I know most of us aren't familiar with, um, but we'll, we'll go through a vast majority of them. Some of the larger ones and talk about them and then we did have which was breaking news and i will go over that too because there's a little confusion with it uh, ninja gaiden and dead or alive apparently getting a reboot or there's plans for reboots of them now that have been at least revealed by team ninja allegedly so we'll, we'll touch on that as we as we finish out here actually we might go to that first evan you want to us with a discord question uh, we got a guy considering picking up an analog pocket with the dock so he can have a similar experience to the Switch, but instead with his Game Boy collection. Have you spent any time playing those games on your TV, and is it worth it? Yeah, yes, the, it is. the dock is awesome. Yeah, yep. it does a really good job scaling, and and it, like it gives you a nice image on your screen. And I, I mean, you use that and you use a a DualSense controller if you want a Super Nintendo controller, 8-bit dough. It it comes together very, very nicely there. So I yep. I think it is a clean experience. And now you see all the stuff happening with that in the homebrew scene. The analog mm-hmm. pocket looking pretty good currently. So yeah, I would say jump on it. They they're very, very, very cool 
little handhelds. And yeah, the uh, the community is really pushing uh, some really cool stuff with it. And yeah, the dock is great. It's also great for gameplay capturing and streaming if you want to go down that path as well. So I, I recommend it. You have another one for seven. What's the most expensive peripheral you've bought for a game? I imagine it'd be like a steering wheel or a VR headset or something. Yeah, does a VR headset count? Because yeah. it's VR one so far for me. Yeah, I was gonna say the the headset, the VR headset's the easy one. If you have a in a Valve Index or even a Quest, I mean, think about it, the Quest Two is three fifty to four hundred dollars right now, and that you could buy that for Resident Evil Four, and it's an awesome experience. I'm gonna go with something that probably nobody else on this panel bought, and it was Steel Battalion on the original Xbox. We had Whoa, two of those in our controller? old. We had two of those in our old store. It was yeah, awesome. It came huge tank controller with the two like analog sticks it's like, things what, on the it's side like a four it's like four pedals and then it's three yeah. sections of controller yeah yep you I still have that, that strictly because like the controls like this game's gonna be awesome game wasn't that good do you still have it though no i got rid of that mm-hmm. years ago with that controller that is a controller, good controller is crazy but then they made the connect version where you just did motions to mimic the controls and it wasn't that it was really bad I mean, can I count the N64 DD? I bought that for uh, Mario Paint. That's a peripheral, <laughs> yeah. There you go, that one. <laughs> that's uh, that's 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 kind of a pricey one. So we'll go with we'll go with that. That'll work. You have another Discord question, Evan. What's your favorite licensed music usage in a game? Oh gosh, favorite licensed music? Like any Tony Ooh. Hawk's Jet Set Radios type stuff. I mean, the, the, you got the, good. The original Tony Hawk was was good. Although I will give credit to Sonic Frontiers. They have some shockingly good licensed music for that game that just kind of it's out of place, but it sort of also makes it's very weird. There is only one there's only one correct answer here. Prince of Persia 2 Sands nope, of Time. Nope, with I know the, he, it's Five I, City. Oh okay. yeah. I thought you were gonna say Death Stranding. No, I mean Death Stranding is good, but yeah. come on. I mean Vice City. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was still when we were. I mean, we had like high quality audio with uh, with the PlayStation, but like I don't know, some with the PS2 with the DVDs and like the we had the the visuals go along with it. That did those did hit pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Let's actually. You know, we are going to start with. Well, first of all, we do have a sponsor tonight. Shout out to uh, Manscaped sponsoring the the podcast. And I will talk a little bit more about them later on in the show, but. Actually, we'll start with this ninja guide in business because this was weird. This, I mean, we were talking breaking. It happened two hours ago. Two hours ago, it started circulating. Uh, And this was from Team Ninja. They had a presentation and it seems like it's being read as, I I think, Nate, you kind of explained this a little bit. It's a keynote presentation at the Korea G-Star Conference, which is a gaming-focused trade show. And Team Ninja just said, apparently we're going to be rebooting some of our old stuff. And on that slide, they have a picture of Ninja Gaiden and they have a picture of Dead or Alive, which I feel like we're all just putting two and two together and saying, okay, a Ninja Gaiden reboot is a thing. Is that, is that, the, is that the train of thought, Nate? Is that what we're kind of looking at right now? Based on the articles and the tweets of the deck slide I've seen, I would say that is the conclusion one would come to. And... The idea of them rebooting these franchises really isn't all that surprising, considering the last Ninja Gaiden we had was Ninja Gaiden Yaba back in 2014. And if you want to go mainline, it would be Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge, which was a Wii U launch game, eventually came to PS3 and Xbox 360 about a year later. So it's been a decade since the last mainline Ninja Gaiden game. 
and obviously we're not going to get a Ninja Gaiden 4, so a reboot is the natural order of things here. And, you know, knowing that the original team from that trilogy is no longer at Team Ninja, it's time to try some new ideas and see if you can go with a new direction for the franchise. Dead or Alive, I'm a little surprised by because they have had great success. They monetized that thing left left and right. So yeah. that thing was that thing was pretty bad there for a little while with what they were doing. But it really it eventually came into its own, kind of similar to what you saw at Street Fighter V, that it just took a lot of time to get to a place where the audience was able to adapt to it and really embrace it. And I believe Dead or Alive is free to play on most platforms now. So I could see where they're always looking to reboot that with a more cohesive vision, yeah. similar to what we're seeing with Street, you know, Street Fighter VI. So, I mean, overall, I'm not really shocked for them to say we're rebooting these and revisiting these franchises. These are two of the most iconic franchises within their stable of now, Nate, the, the Ninja Gaiden collection came out last year, right? Yeah, it yeah. did. That must have sold well. Do you, think, do you think that's a true statement, that it did sell well and they were like, oh, okay, let's, let's reboot the franchise? I mean, it, I would imagine it probably got a warm enough reception that they were looking to it saying okay there's definitely still interest in ninja gaiden so if we're going to reboot it now is the time to strike while that iron is hot and we've seen companies do this time and time again recently we had capcom do onimusha hd as a barometer mm -hmm. to see if they should do a new installment to the onimusha series and there has been rumor that a new onimusha game is in development so i mean we see this all the time from publishers and developers just to see if fan interest is still there for what I'd call aging franchises, but I mean, Ninja Gaiden, Hayabusa, it's one of the most iconic characters in gaming dating back to the NES. This mm -hmm. is, this is a, another part of it, but it's not part of that presentation. Appears to be a, a rumor now that's kicked up immediately after this was shown in that slideshow is that this, according to Nick over on Twitter, I believe from Xbox era, who says that the studio signed on to do this reboot? It's apparently Platinum Games. And do Ninja Gaiden reboot? Yeah, to do the Ninja Gaiden reboot. That would work. I feel like that would yeah, I feel like that fits together very nicely. Hmm. A little too nicely. Almost like it's yeah. like that's that's okay. That'd be interesting if it happened, but that is definitely a rumor territory right now for uh, for that one. I I'm a little confused. Would team Team Ninja wouldn't just make it? Yeah, or wouldn't? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't Team Ninja just like do the development of this game? I would think so. They would go to Koei Tecmo or something, right? Yeah. If they want to publish it and go that route, and well, yeah, I mean, Team Ninja is part of Koei Tecmo. Yeah. So that's why it's a little weird. They're like, hey, we're, we're, we're going to we're going to get platinum games to do this. Maybe maybe it's a code develop. Maybe it's a situation oh, like, maybe. Uh, like, uh, like Fire Emblem, how that game's developed. Yeah, Fire Emblem or like Star Fox, where Could Nintendo be. designed the core and then Platinum just built out the world and everything. See that? I could see, I could see that happening then, especially if Team, because Team Ninja is working on other stuff currently. Maybe... If, especially if they're looking to reboot it, maybe they would want to get someone else involved just for a different style or direction of the game. So it feels at least somewhat different from what well, the other ones that were used. That thing is with Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge, it lost me a little bit with that one. I think see, that I, was one of the problems where that was that was them continuing the story set for the previous two games where they then lost the director. Someone had to come in and fill that role. 
but we've seen Team Ninja try their hand at this genre with other games like was it Neo? They have mm-hmm. the upcoming game. Was it Woe? Woe Fall Long? Oh, Long. Mm-hmm. Good game. Well, at so, least the what we played in the, the beta. So we've seen them still stick to this kind of genre type, but they've evolved what they want to do. I could see Platinum fitting in with that original vision of what Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2 were. But I would also, if you're going to reboot it, try for a new direction of what we're seeing them do with these other franchises under the belt and make that the Ninja Gaiden game. It's not as though they have to keep to that original vision that we had from the original Xbox all the way up to Wii U. Now is the time to experiment and introduce a brand new style to Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, I I, I think this would be cool. As long as it actually works, like works out, we'll see. Uh, but I mean, at least they're mentioning it again, because I kind of thought Ninja Gaiden would just be on the shelf almost forever at this point. It's been a while. Do, do you think they'll bring Itagaki back as the director, Nate? Oh, no. That was, oh. I mean, they, that was a, even though he's like a creep or something. <laughs> yeah, he was fired for what was like sexual assault, sexual mm-hmm. harassment, uh, creeping on female employees, being vulgar. I don't think oh. they're looking to bring him on anytime soon. Well, there you go. They got platinum That's games, great. apparently. <laughs> they can do that. Plus, he has uh, Devil's Third under his belt. Oh. That's his legacy. I forgot about that. Most valuable <laughs> Wii U games. He made that without realizing it. There you go. I, hey, I look forward to hearing more about this. It sounds like it's going to be a long time, though, if they're just now saying, hey, we're looking to reboot stuff as part of the PowerPoint presentation. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It could be could be fun. But let's uh, let's move. Let's move on to. OK, actually, we'll do this for Nate. You've been yes. playing Pentiment. I have been playing Pentiment. <laughs> the only person here who has been playing Pentiment, Josh Sawyer's new masterpiece on Xbox. And I want to give Pentiment a little credit because I think it scored higher than basically everyone was expecting. Only those who weren't paying attention. Okay. Okay, thanks, Nate. <laughs> Go ahead. And, and I understand, and a lot of people are looking at the art style. The art style just isn't appealing to them, and that's a fair criticism. But the art style was a deliberate choice. They are trying to replicate medieval art as closely as they can and they did a fantastic job of doing so and the fact that this game was developed by 14 people at obsidian is nothing short of astonishing the dialogue the writing the characters the music are all sublime there's humor there's mystery there's tension for a game where your decisions actually have implications and how everything is going to play out is just really refreshing if you're a fan of disco elysium or a night in the woods this is a game that is made for you and i know i got a lot of the headlines because people are saying oh look you said i only made this game because of game pass that is just showing that game pass is allowing for ex you know experimental games to be developed the industry is better for having a game like this come into existence then rely strictly on just the movie style AAA games where people say, oh, look, everything feels the same. It's getting boring. This is a nice standout project. I'm loving what I have played so far. I can't wait to dive back into the game later tonight. If you like just, you know, narrative driven point and click style games and you have PC or you have an Xbox, give the game a look. It's fantastic. It's it starts a little slow. The first hour or so is a l- slowly paced, but once you get beyond that hump, the game picks up its pacing and the story begins to develop. You really get to interact with the characters and 
it'll click. And the second it clicks, you're going to be engaged and you're going to become addicted to what is happening and you're going to want to see the story unfold. Okay. We'll check in with you, Nate, on that. <laughs> Let's see. It's our our correspondent in the field. Yes. <laughs> Nate, we must have played different games because I, I started Pentiment. Oh, MVP and you started. Um, I thought it was pretty <laughs> bad. How so I, did you play? I, played, I played for about 15 minutes and I was like, no, this isn't for me. And you talked I deleted to Beatrice. It. You talked to Socrates, dude. There was so much, so much verbosity in that game. There's speech bubbles everywhere, going off like all over the place. And it's like, come on, what what is happening? What I is want happening you to, right uh, Nate. I want you to realize that MVG spent almost a hundred hours in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's why he's so hesitant to invest himself in Pentiment. Assassin's Creed just look, man. Um, I tried it and I didn't like it, and uh, and that's that. I don't even think I could play it for an hour. You're saying it picks up after the first hour. I don't think I, I could do that, though. Once you get to the point of the game where you start to pick the background of your character, like your education, where you went to university, what you majored in, and your food all allergies. these elements that come into play as you're playing the game, that's where it really begins. Is there, to, you know, is there voice acting in the game? There is not. Does that That doesn't bother you? No, because the writing of the game, the dialogue is just really engaging. It's like reading a really good history book or a history novel. It, okay. If you're not really into like religion, the first act is heavily focused on like theology, mm. where everyone is saying, you know, by the grace of God and Martin Luther eventually comes up because Martin Luther is relevant to this time and his ideas are brand new and they're about to shake up the church. So that becomes a point of contention for the main character and the abbey he is staying in and even some of the villagers. But the unique thing is how the dialogue is delivered. If your character views the individual that they are talking to, the way the script is written in the speech bubbles, it may be upside down. It may be messy if they're a peasant and it's supposed to reflect their status within society, where if you're speaking to a noble, it's going to be more like perfected. Oh, it's like fourth wall breaking for that. Listen, listen yeah. man, this sounds, this sounds awesome. This sounds like a great, great book, you know, that I, I could, I could sit down. That, and sound read. Awesome. that sounded boring as hell. That even right. just that right there was boring. Sounded boring. <laughs> I mean, the game's probably good though. I got look, man, I, I, I I, I can I can appreciate a good book with a good story, right? But man, this is video games. You know, we want to we want to headshot people. We want to you know we want to get good KDRs. You know, run from there an is, ocean of rats. There's a character in the game who gets headshot, and it's your job to figure out who killed them. Mm, it's like Mario's missing. More like the Baron is missing, but yeah. I mean, I seduced a nun in a library. Go on. And then we got caught by Mother Superior the next morning. Quite the scandal. Uh, a lot of drama going on over there. <laughs> Quite there the is scandal a lot of drama in the game where you feel as though the decisions you're making are going to have those repercussions and you have to think because one of the first interactions I had was with this little shit name. I think his name is like Martin. Mm. And he didn't fix the sheep pen correctly. So all the sheep got out in the village. And his aunt and his mother are scolding him. And my character came across him. And I had a bunch of dialogue choices. And I said, Martin. You know, why don't you help out and get the sheep? And his response to me was, eat shit. And then later on, I'm getting ready to leave. And I'm like, Martin, you have to do better. Make sure you help your aunt and mother round up all the sheep. And once again, he said, shut up, asshole. And then I saw him. He was running away from a scene. I was like, Martin, what are you doing? 
And he basically told me to fuck off and ran away. But because we had a negative interaction, that's what dictated how that situation turned out. Had I been nice to him, he may have potentially stopped and interacted with me. So that's where replayability comes in to see how your choices would influence different outcomes. Riveting. Mm. Sounds like the game Fable should have been okay. originally. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Nate. You, we'll, we'll check back in with game. you uh, next week on that one. See how, how it goes. Are you going to, how, how long is the, is the playthrough on this thing? It's about 15 hours. Oh my gosh, it's 15 hours? It's because hours. Most, of it's, most of it's speech bubbles. I thought this would have been like a three or four hour thing. You can just do it multiple times. It's 15 hours for one play. Wow. Huh, okay. Well, we'll see how it goes for you. Kill, kill John's interest right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, hey Nate. It's a glad you're having fun with it. It has a fantastic soundtrack. I believe you. Okay. Well, uh, we'll and check back. Bible stories in a really it's unique got like that, that court gesture music. Like at some point, yeah, there is a. Is, joke it, is it all just chamber music and like? Uh... <laughs> well, I mean, the good news is it's on Game good, Pass. This is a so... good day, my, my lord. It's got like that music, huh? That type well, of. Yeah. You can. One of the brothers does chant, and when you're walking through the abbey at one point. Is Bantu like, Bant Pay in the OST? I mean, you're in Bavaria. Nate, would you have... This game was 20 bucks. All right, is how much it was. Would you have bought this if it wasn't on Game Pass? As an Xbox exclusive? I mean, just how it is now, where it just is. General, it's on the Xbox. Would you have bought it if it was 20 bucks? I would have read the reviews. I probably would have asked some people that I know if they had played the game, and if they had played the game, got some impressions, and if the impressions were positive along with the positive reviews, I probably would have given the $20 to experience it. Okay, I mean, that's what it seemed like. It seemed like impressions were good reviews were good yeah okay. and everything i've played right now i don't regret any time i've spent with it i absolutely okay. love what i'm playing okay good enough good enough well glad you're glad you're enjoying it glad you're enjoying it i mean i do wish it were on like a handheld system because this is a great game i could just see sitting can in just, bed sitting on the couch headphones in can you just stream it to your phone and play it i have a galaxy s5 Oh my bad! I forgot about that. I didn't mean to, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that, that up. That's that a sore ghetto spot. phone once again. <laughs> Isn't it up to like 22 now or something? Yeah. Do you have like an? You don't have like a, an iPad or a, a, just I some kind of tap? Oh. Would have been better if you just had a Galaxy phone with no number after it. You should have just said no. <laughs> you said nothing. I don't have anything. Do you have an iPad? <laughs> no, I got a, I got a Kindle from like. <laughs> I don't know when. I think it's a Kindle Fire. The original. It's not the Kindle Fire. <laughs> Kindle in Fuego. I pictured what I, I pictured the I pictured the Kindle with like the like the ink like the yeah okay that's fine. <laughs> hey, this, you are winning ghetto content creator of the year. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, you've won the award. Okay, I'm just letting you know. I just gotta write the jokes around it. <laughs> so you're missing your yeah that's a, yeah you, so you're missing out on the entire streaming experience for Xbox, and this is a game that would actually do well for that. Yeah, like I should probably stay to Sean. You don't want that uh, Logitech cloud device. Yeah, dude, he was looking to just get rid of that thing. Yeah, mm. But Pentiment, give it a look. Fantastic. Okay, game. there we go. There you have it, Pentiment. Check it out. Let's let's go over to you know we're gonna do Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. We'll start with I kind of wanted to separate the game itself and then the. the the whole situation with developers switch to switch pro eight, whatever else put it in the, the, the next to it in the second column, because 
it, the game and the talk about Game Freak and the Pokemon Company is kind of blurred together online at this point. So we'll we'll start with Scarlet and Violet, and then we'll move into that. Okay. So I picked it up. OJ got it. He's playing it. Uh, Been playing at, it like crazy. <laughs> okay. And MVG didn't get it. Nate didn't get it. Evan didn't get it. Okay, so two of us. And in fact, I don't think Sean got it either. I don't know. I don't think Miss Click got it. So I'm, Jordan would have been. Yeah, I'm almost not even sure Jordan got it at this point. Oh, I mean, Jordan, Jordan said he got. He, he okay. said he so got, he got it. it. Uh, but he that would have been the only other person anyway. So Scarlet and Violet. All right, I picked up Vi. I I have I had got I had pre-ordered the double pack a while ago and that came in. So I basically have both of them. But I started Violet up and I did a whole video on my entire two and a half hours and I cut it down as much as I could. But it is a slow start. Like it is an hour and a half before you get to the open world, and there is just a lot of. I'll say extra dialogue bubbles that you don't need to get half the stuff done. Just to pick your starter, you know, before you go into a room and you would just pick it off the table and that's it. Then you just go it. That alone was like five or six extra minutes of just you wander down a, a road to get to a house. And then they're like, all right, now pick one. <laughs> so it was there. The opening part, you do have to get through it. It takes time. But when you do, the world opens up and it does become much more interesting. Than, than what you had before. So this is an open world Pokemon game. They put a bunch of points on your map. They have three different storylines. There's one for there's one for Titan Pokemon. There's one for the gym badges. And there's one that's basically you fighting back and forth with the team rocket of this generation. I think it's the team star and it's like Operation Starfall. They have hideouts. You go to the hideouts. You beat the whoever's in charge there, I assume. And then you, you move on from there. I mostly just did a Titan and I did a gym badge so far as I'm kind of wandering around the world. And at this time, I found my way into a part of the world where the Pokemon are like level 35 or something for some reason. And I'm like level 23. So I'm I'm vastly out leveled. I got to turn around and, and look around a bit more. But if I starting with the game itself i i like what game freak is attempting here i i like their their shot at an open world uh take on pokemon oj how much you've been playing of it yeah i think six seven seven hours plus maybe okay. uh maybe i don't know i'm not really counting i'm just kind of wandering around um yeah i kind of echo I, I did a big video on the channel about it uh shout out to everybody who watched they said they liked it a lot quite a bit um and yeah, I think that as, you know, Pokemon used to be my favorite franchise, like, ever. Uh, not anymore, um, but I still do like the games. But before I get into some of the things that I don't like, I want to talk about some of the stuff that I do like. Um, this is probably the most fun that I've had with the Pokemon game, a new generation of Pokemon, since, like, the DS days. Maybe I'm having the, much more fun with this than I did with Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah. more fun than Sword and Shield, more fun than um, X and... Like, Sun and Moon were cool, like... Those were great. I know those were really cool, but I just wasn't as big into those. Uh, X and Y, I, I had fun with that. So probably since like black and white or maybe, you know, somewhere in that area, it's probably the most fun that I've had with the new generation Pokemon because of the new ideas. They take the stuff that I really like, which is one of my favorite games, which is Pokemon Legends Arceus. They take some of those things and then they expand it. They actually make like a true open world that's not segmented. So that's cool. That, like, that's like a good thing. Um, the battling is good. The um, like the, the quality of life features are good for the most part. Um, the multiplayer seems fine uh, with that. The items, stuff that you can do, like getting around, you know, with your legendary, that's all, all that stuff's really good. It's just a shame because if the tech side of it was put together well, this would easily be the best rated Pokemon game. Probably I think so too. Like, yeah. like the old school, you know? I think, 
uh, people were saying it, it are looking at this like oh it got a couple points knocked off for the t- i think a, i think actually a it, lot got taken it, off of it, it got a lot i like i said i think this would be because the tech side is terrible like the, yeah. the 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 textures are not very good the um the the frame rate sometimes is laggy like there's all sorts of tech issues uh, i haven't ran into all the bugs that people are putting online i mean sometimes i don't really look at some of the stuff that people put online because people do all sorts of crazy stuff but i've ran into some glitches and all that but i haven't ran into everything but i'm pretty sure for some people it's there or not um but even without that there's just it, it's not really something to where you can sit there and say oh yeah that's okay you know especially considering what what is on the switch itself like some of the other games like hell oh, yeah. what's on the wii u like Zimbay chronicles x you know looking way better than this game i um, mean even doing a lot of the same things i'm not a developer like mvg which i'm pretty sure you know he's talked about it. i watched his podcast but some of the stuff in here is just, man if they would have gotten it straight with some of the graphics i mean and also with the tech that's not a couple points like you said john it's I think this is like it's like 10 points higher like it's like almost a 90 if if everything else was put together well because all the other stuff in the game is dope like i i do like quite a bit of the other things like the combat all that stuff is really fun and like the competitive side seems like it's going to be really good too like once people start really getting the metas and everything together um so so yeah that's good but the the graphics and the frame rate something like sometimes it just like freezes like i've had a couple like we're just like i'm just running and it just like pauses you know and then like stops yeah like yeah, it frame, stops for like spark. an entire second sometimes or just yeah like, like a frame happening? okay yeah, there we go <laughs> yeah like i'm playing smash online sometimes or something like that like a frame oh, yeah, spike or something okay, yeah. yeah 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 so I, that's happened so man like as i said it's a shame hopefully they can patch it to make it better but i don't think patching it's not going to fix like the graphics and it's not going to fix everything like no matter how many patches i like you know there's still going to be issues uh but uh but yeah i mean i'm having fun with it though i think it's 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 definitely more interesting than a lot of the uh, new gen pokemon games so they give you the the legendary or the cover pokemon right in the beginning i mean it's in the first 30 minutes you get this pokemon and they essentially came up with a way to give you the pokemon without giving you that pokemon it can't really fight it can't do much because it's super weakened so you use it as i what i've maried on in violet it's a bike I drive a bike around basically and I, I noticed the bike doesn't seem very fast right now. I don't know because as you defeat the Titans, you seem to get more movement options for your Pokemon. And I assume as I go through this game, I'm going to get more and more power ups for it and it'll become more agile. And I, I assume I'll be able to explore the world more that way because eventually like I beat the one Titan. I can it's now also a boat. I can I can sail around with this thing, which I got a Magikarp. I'm going to set that around. It'll, I'll get a Gyarados soon. But like, like that kind of thing. Eventually you can fly with it. I believe you can climb mountains and kind yeah. of reminds me a bit of Arceus to a degree where you would get, you know, movement options, all that thing, all that stuff. So I like that. I like that aspect of it. The the part that that is interesting to me is they did take some stuff from Arceus, but then there's some stuff where they just kind of went back to traditional Pokemon here where like the battles, for example, they they do feel like they they go a little longer than they need to and capture well capturing Pokemon is the one because Arceus was nice because you just ran around throwing Pokeballs everywhere you're just rapid firing Pokeballs you're taking everything out and I guess the difference here is they're not expecting you to catch 25 of a single Pokemon in one run so they're like hey you don't need to you don't need to be able to actually throw Pokeballs at things and and you got to go into the battle and that that part is uh feels older than Arceus, I guess, is the way I'd put it. it. It feels like they took a step back with with that. But I think I think looking at this MVG, I think you would like these games. 
I do, because you, I know you, you're, you're one of the other people that will play through the Far Cry games like I do, and you like that open world, and you like the, the markers all over the place, and running to things, and getting stronger, and that's what this game does, it has a bunch of stuff that you do in the game, and you actually feel like you are getting something out of each point. So, yeah. we, we gotta get you on one of them, MVG, and see what you think. Probably not this one, though, huh? Maybe the next one? No, no, you gotta get this one. You absolutely need to get this one because I, we gotta see if you can if you can figure out uh, uh, how to fix the issues here with some overclocking or something. Oh, yeah, we just need the Switch Pro. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> I just need the Switch Pro. Uh, it's uh, that's the part that's the mo that's a shame is that there are technical issues. I've run into some bugs where I go to throw a Pokeball and it does the cutscene for it where I take the ball out and sometimes my trainer is just invisible. <laughs> and it's, it's very weird like the ball will just kind of float around the air get thrown but like my Maridon character pokemon's there but there's nothing on top of it throwing the ball i've seen some, that some of the videos are cool i watched the one where they were trying to capture one and a bridge basically got built in the background while it was being captured it was okay. pretty, it's pretty good so there is that video of psyduck getting captured in front of that bridge i have footage of me capturing that same psyduck i did not run into that issue it called yeah. the psyduck no problem yeah. probably loaded that <laughs> stuff easy he yes. um he said that was portable mode. Mm. That's what the person said originally that it was portable. So um people didn't catch that though because he didn't say that originally. Um but there was also some things about their potentially having like you know memory leak like if you're playing it for a while. Yes. Like yeah. it can cause something like that. So I mean that's probably not going to happen for most people because people were even putting their own videos in that same area saying no that didn't happen. But uh, but yeah, I guess it, it can depending on various different situations or yeah. some something. But I, I haven't had. That. I mean, I've captured a ton of Pokemon. I've never had that type of lag on capturing a Pokemon. Yeah, it's it's almost certainly a memory issue, and um, it's one of those things where it's going to happen at random. So it's never going to happen in the same same place twice, right? So it depends on how you play the game. If right. you're playing it in handheld or, or docked mode, um. I'm there's thinking, all sorts of factors you know i'm thinking how we because you do you do see this weird stutter that happens mvg when you're running in the yep. field where it'll stop for maybe a second and like everything just freezes and then it keeps mm -hmm. going i'm almost wondering if it just timed up just right to where they hit side up with the pokeball and then that stutter happened just from memory or, or whatnot because that that seems to be the issue people have to close the game down and then reopen it after two or three hours to try yeah. to fix the frame rate. So there there seems to be something pretty severely wrong with the back end of this game. Yeah, and look, we talked about Unnate the Hate, and if anyone wants to know more about the tech side, I would really suggest you take a listen to, to our show that we did because, um, you know, we, we talked to a couple of developers and the general consensus was that, yeah, this is, you know, memory leaks, memory-related issues that, um, that happen in the game as a result of this. And the reason why you see these stutters and you see these hitches is simply because the game is basically flushing all its data and it's bringing it back in. Um, and that's probably because they didn't have enough time to come up with a proper memory management solution for the game that runs, um, that runs properly. And I think that they were under so much kind of crunch to get this game out for the holiday. Because look, let's be honest, there's no way they're ever going to delay this game. Like game, even if Game Freak turned around and said, look, you know, we need a few more months to polish this game up, you know, you know that the message from above will be, no, it's not negotiable. You have to get this game out, right? So I think some of the things that we're, you're talking about um, with regards to, you know, stutters, 
uh, even you know these um, the the way that the characters move at like fifteen frames per second and stuff. You know, this kind of the stop motion look. Uh, all that stuff is is kind of hail mary code that they threw in at the last minute, just to make sure that the game doesn't crash. Right, like the game doesn't crash uh, as far as I know. I mean, it's got all sorts of issues, but it, it's stable enough where it, it it plays. So I think they did just the absolute minimum just to kind of get this game out. And now it's really a matter of, well, we have to patch this game. And I think, look, I think they're probably going to patch this game over the next couple of weeks. I would be very surprised. I know that they don't have the best track record in going back and patching patching issues, but I think this one is, I mean, everyone's, everyone's talking yeah. about it. Reviewers are talking about it. People are talking about it. I'm, I'm looking at Twitter and even, you know, um, lifelong pokemon fans are admitting that this game is oh this game is rough you know um so everyone everyone agrees that this game needs needs a patch so i think i think they are most most certainly aware of it and they will they will fix it some people in the chat said that they've, they've seen people posting up crashes of the game I'll, mm. I'll i'm gonna keep playing it i haven't had any crashes myself in the first i'm gonna say five hours of the game that i've played but i will i will keep an eye on that and if i have to i will count how many times it crashed because I, I did that with cyberpunk where well, <laughs> i think the ps5 version of cyberpunk crashed i want to say nine times for me in the playthrough there's been some comparisons between this and cyberpunk and i will say that cyberpunk was way worse than this people have to remember how bad cyberpunk was when that game came out it was an absolute disaster this is this is bad i'm not saying it's not but this is not this is not anywhere at that caliber in my the opinion. problem with that is it, it definitely felt like they misrepresented the game. There were parts in this trailer where they showed it to us and we were like, oh, that looks kind of rough. And we were yeah. just thinking, well, maybe day one they'll have it figured out. So they were technically showing us the game the whole time, whereas Cyberpunk, they were like, here's the PC version. And maybe we'll tell you about the Xbox. Oh, wait, never mind. It's out now. Here you go. <laughs> so it, that that one was like, ooh, that's kind of that that felt like they were trying to mislead on purpose. The I did notice though in Pokemon when you get to the the academy because they've done this thing where they're trying to kind of lean into the you're going to school setup. I got that are similar to what we had with like Persona or any of these other kind of games RPGs where they mix in a, a social life in school with it. When I got to the town, I realized that they didn't really do any interiors for most buildings at all. Like when you go to the, there you have like the Mart you can go to, you can go to uh, restaurants, you go to the door and it just kicks you up to a menu. Yeah. So they, they, ran, they, out of, they ran out they ran out of time. I mean, that's, that, that's that, that is, that. that is the, the, you know, look, when I look at this game, I know what, what, you know, rushing and crunching feels like, and this is, look, they crunched really hard to get this game out. And you can tell that they just, you know, in the last um, couple of months of the development, they just had to, Basically, like I said, throw Hail Marys to get this game over the finish line and adding just menu systems when you walk inside um, rooms and stuff. That's 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 a dead giveaway that this is just, um, you know, you also teleport around the school itself. So they basically give you a menu when you leave the classroom and are like, you can go here, here and here and you pick it and it just teleport you to the room. So like you don't have a big school necessarily walk around and all at once so these are all things i noticed as i was going through where i'm thinking okay that's probably where they had to cut some time and corners and they're like let's do the menu technically when you go to a market or something in a game it's just a menu anyway but there is that touch of of personality or just immersion if you go into the mart and there's like i don't know magazines that they've made up on the on the uh on the shelf it's not necessary but it does add to the effect of the overall world they've tried to build here 
which is, I mean, it's, it's a big world too. I started zooming out. I was like, wow, there's actually a lot going on here. There, The thing I've noticed as well as I've gone through is I've accumulated a very diverse lineup of Pokemon that I don't remember doing in other Pokemon games. So the second Pokemon, third Pokemon I caught was a Diglett. That's never happened to me. So it's, I Where's feel like wiglet? I have. You don't got a Wiglet? No, I just have a Diglett. He's cool, though. He's cool. You got He's a cool. Wiglet. <laughs> uh, I feel like I just have a lot of different Pokemon, and I'm always finding, like, I'm not running across the same Pokemon constantly. So I, I like what they've done with the overworld. They have it so that the Pokemon are just wandering around. You don't run into random battles or anything like that. The only issue I have, though, is some of the little Pokemon you can't really see. So you just run them over with your bike half the time, and it just throws you into a battle. But I get I like the world they've built here. It just it got way too ambitious, I think, for them in the time that they had allotted the towns. You go up to the town. There's no transition or anything. You just you just walk into the town. You walk back out to the open world. It's all there. So I. I, I really wish the technical issues weren't what they are right now, because I think the conversation around this game would be way different. And it's un, it's very, very unfortunate right now. Uh, Nate. We, we we were hearing from uh, MVG. What what do you think about this from the outside looking in? I mean, it just views as a technical mess. Did you play Sword and Shield? Yes. Oh, that's right. You hated Hop. You would like this game, Nate. Well, minus the technical issue. You would like this game because you hated Hop so much. Hop's not in this game. And that's already an improvement. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the new uh, the new chick. She's cool. I think you would like this game. Doesn't eh? appear every five seconds and no. challenge you or they they do this thing. It's really funny. They do this thing where they're both trying to tell you what to do, and then they just break away. They're like, "No, you do whatever you want. You don't listen to these people." Then they just walk away <laughs> and just go out into the it. The, the te- by the way, the school's kind of weird because they're like, "We're doing a treasure hunt. Go away. <laughs> that's what that's what it is. Just go go have an adventure." I I hope they're not paying. Is this a? I don't. This looks like a private school to me. I don't know so if I'd be you, paying you that pay- kind of tuition for them to just send you out and go be go make your own adventure. Thanks. You de- you definitely pay for that school. Somebody's that, pay. Either the taxpayers are paying for it or you're paying for it. That that does not look like tuition well spent when they just tell you to go away and go make your own adventure. Make sure the checks in the mail. Like that's it. It's like that's that seems like. I mean, you walk out by the way, dude. Your house in the beginning. This is a big house. Bigger than usual. Bigger is house a, than usual. Hey, this is a, huh? this is a, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, this is a. This, and and yeah. mama's definitely going to the beauty salon too. Mama's yeah. looking fantastic. They so. got like the, they got like the, the, the big <laughs> island in the middle of the kitchen. They got, they got counter space for days in there. I don't know. This looks vaulted ceilings. Uh, probably drink propel water. They might, they might. Where, where is dad though? Why do they disrespect dads like this? Act like dads don't, <laughs> don't like, where are they at? When you get a pack of cigarettes, yeah. <laughs> I always act like that. Dad's absent. Like I don't, I don't understand this. It's uh, it's. I think you would like this game though, Nate. But it, the technical issues. I think I actually believe this is a game that some people might put down and wait for a patch because of the. Some people said in my comments of the video that they were, it was actually affecting them, like in terms of the frame rate causing what i don't say nausea but like whoa okay hold on like yeah the, the stuttering the frame timing's not great so it has that effect of like where it sort of misses messes with like your inner inertia i guess I, i'm not sure but i i do know that is a thing for certain games that have bad frame pacing and i'll tell you now whatever digital foundry comes out with their video on this 
it's uh it it's gonna be it's gonna be bad <laughs> it's gonna be brutal and yeah like i i know a lot of people have played the game i know a handful of individuals who have already you know completed the game and i've talked to them about their impressions and they all walked away with the consensus of the game's narrative the core gameplay they all say it's spectacular the major drawback comes down to the technical issues and it's been a bit mixed in their reception of what they have seen from the game a couple of them said aside from the frame rate issues they had an otherwise bug-free experience mm -hmm. others were saying they had encountered bugs time and time again to the point where they actually put down the game because it was becoming just too consistent and ruining the flow of fun but given that the consensus is that the core game is a well-constructed game definitely piques my interest but this is one of those titles where i want it to be patched and you know maybe wait for a sale i'm not gonna congratulate nintendo and game freak and the pokemon company with a full 60 dollars purchase of a game that frankly isn't finished yet this needed mm -hmm. a few more months in the oven to iron out these problems so you know maybe next year next summer if everything has been addressed and the game is in a well placed technologically and maybe it's been discounted you know down to like forty dollars forty five dollars sure maybe i'll consider giving it a look unless we get you know the inevitable third entry of well, i don't know what color they would call this one but you know oh yeah scarlet violet i would you go green or blue i don't, I don't know i don't, I don't know, know what color you'd go green uh scarlet violet fuchsia <laughs> fuchsia maybe fuchsia aqua like a blue i don't know hmm that's a good question what they do i i am curious if uh if they don't patch it if we end up getting some sort of system two years from now even that ends up running this well and then nate picks it up maybe i mean if okay they don't do that which i mean they will but let's say they don't do that then people shouldn't pre-order the next game next time around you I agree with you that know, you, yeah you, you know this is this is something that I feel like um, that they have to fix. You know, this is this is too, this is too big for them to ignore. I think, and I think they'll do they'll do the right thing. And I I would I would almost say that, like I said, next couple of weeks I would expect at least one patch to come out to address some of this stuff. Well, let's uh, let's let's continue the talk, especially with Game Freak and the Pokemon Company with Scarlet and Violet after. A word from the podcast sponsor tonight. That's Manscaped. That's right. You, you've probably heard about Manscaped over on Nate the Hate's channel. Heard he had a whole talking point about this one. Multiple talking points, actually. Right, Nate? That is correct. All right. And so Man Manscaped is uh, they're They're making the rounds. They're supporting podcasts. So make sure you check them out. We got a link down below in the description with a code that will actually save you 20% off. Remember, it's getting it's getting cold out. OK, the holidays right around the corner. So now's a good time to break out the other gardening tools. All right, just because it's cold out. Let me put all the gardening tools away. All right, starting with Manscaped's lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker, and the nose hair trimmer. Got to spend some time decorating the tree with jingle balls. Also taking care of your own using Manscaped's signature refined body wash and deodorant. Feel free to prune with confidence, knowing you'll avoid the wrong side of the nutcracker when using the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. Designed with a cutting-edge ceramic blade to re reduce the risk of grooming accidents. Because let me tell you, okay, no one wants to take that awkward car ride to the hospital. All right. I really wish Sean was here for this. <laughs> well, hey, uh, hey, Sean called me a chest shaver when I posted a picture on the beach, right? He's, hey, he's right about that. But we didn't say 
is I make sure to use the high quality products from Manscaped. And with a consistent schedule of Halo, grooming, and a little bit of weightlifting, you too can take your own beach picture this summer, okay? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SpawnCast at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use code SpawnCast. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Shout out to Manscaped. Balls. Let's talk about uh, let's let's talk about Game Freak here, and then we'll we'll of course do some of the super chats and all that good stuff. Game Freak is uh, they're under fire right now. I feel like we've kind of come to a consensus online for the most part because initially there was a there was a knee jerk reaction where everyone was like switched to. Remember it trended. It was like fifty thousand some odd. Uh, uh, yeah. tweets about this it was all yeah. over the place switch to everywhere there, there was switch Two, and then there was switch pro right underneath it i mean yep it was on, yep. it was on like donkey kong the other day man yeah. awesome. <laughs> now I, I i feel like we we understand that it's it's in the middle somewhere but it's definitely more on to the side of game freak just not putting out a well-optimized product <laughs> that's, that's really what it comes down to now it has technically been proven that yes better hardware would work would make this run better because people are overclocking the switch currently and they are getting better results uh, some are achieving 30 frames even on this thing right i don't think the game looks better because you're not replacing textures or anything with that but the game's running better and i think most of us would probably be able to live with the visuals if the frame rate was even and it lined up with how it looks versus how we, we assume it would run at that with how it looks so the switch pro the switch Two talk i feel like that's died down a bit now a lot of people are looking at game freak like all right what's what's going on here yeah and that's the correct narrative individuals should be taking this isn't a hardware issue it's as mvg was talking earlier this is a software issue this is a coding issue it is a memory issue it be it a memory leak or however the code is written this has nothing to do with the switch hardware the switch hardware is more than capable of handling a game that looks like pokemon scarlet and violet without these problems or performance concessions right right so it, it does i'm trying to figure out here's where i'm down to now is it a talent issue is it a time issue or is it a management issue i think it's a time and a management issue i mean uh, look you, it, game freak gets gets a lot of crap right because you know on the switch the games don't don't look the best but look i think pokemon looks fine you know aesthetically there's a specific aesthetic about that game and i think what they provide uh in in like arceus and this game and and sword and shield and everything, i think it's fine you know yes it's it's primitive looking it's you could almost say it's low polygon I don't, it doesn't really matter it, it it still fills that gap of being um aesthetically the right kind of aesthetic for you know a pokemon game it's really more about um, the, the, you know, the, the amount of time that they had to make this game. And um, look, I think they're under so much uh, pressure to get these games out. And like, there's another one coming out next year, right? There's like next generation is, is coming out next year. So they're, you know, yeah. it, it, it's almost like that Assassin's Creed thing when Assassin's Creed games became yearly releases and they, they started getting really bad remember like they there was that period where they just kind of lost the plot because the games mm -hmm. came out so buggy uh yeah. and then they paused and they reset and they said okay we're going to hold the next one's going to come out in two years and then they i think they released odyssey which i thought was a, a really good game 
unfortunately game freak doesn't have that luxury it seems like they don't have that luxury where they have they can ask for more time and get it right uh, and the pokemon company certainly doesn't want to pause on things like merchandise and, and all the other things around the game which mm. sell so much money i mean aren't they the biggest company like the biggest toy company in the world or something it's the biggest entertainment, entertainment uh, company yeah. in terms of revenue generated i believe you'd have to add up things like I think if you took Star Wars, Marvel, and Spider-Man, added them all up, they would still come up short of, of Pokemon, which is right. ridiculous. It, it, it's, it grosses more in its life than Hello Kitty has ever done, which is ridiculous because yeah. people don't realize Hello Kitty is massive. Like, it's this massive thing. Um, but it's Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon is at the top. It's like 90-some-odd billion dollars. Yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy. They're, they're, in a, they're in a tough situation. Um, and look, it's easy. It's also easy to say, well, why don't they get some help, right? Let's bring in some other studios to help them out. Look, Game Freak's been, they're the only ones that have been doing this for like 20 something years, right? Like they're, they're, the, they're, they're the only ones that know this stuff. And I think, um, you know, trying to get support studios to, to come in is definitely something they, they need to look at, but they're all the ones that have the experience in this stuff. And, you know, it, they don't have that luxury of like, Activision and Call of Duty, where they rotate around studios every year. Um, you've got Treyarch and Infinity Ward, and and you know, and even Spring then, they have one lead, and then everyone else helps anyway. So it's like two, three thousand people yeah. end up making Call of Duty yeah. every year. It's crazy. I'm, I'm, look, I'm not, I'm not defending Game Freak in this situation. I do think that they, they, at the end of the day, they're on the hook for this. But I also feel for them in that they're in this situation where, like I said, even if they wanted to push this game, they would just be told, you can't, you know, we have to get this game out. And at the end of the day, it's all about making dollars. And I think, you know, delaying a game for a year, a uh, Pokemon game would, you know, would not make the investors happy. And I think that's, that's the bottom line. So here's the interesting thing, okay? This is why I think they could have delayed it. I, I think if this was any other game, by the way, it would have been delayed. This would not have come, well, I'm sure maybe someone would have pushed it out, but I think the vast if this was Nintendo's, if this was Zelda, and it would look like this, Nintendo would delay it. <laughs> They'd be like, nope, it's not coming out for a while. It's You're right. There, there was no, there's no way that they would approve right. this game to come out. I feel like they could have, I mean, I don't know, obviously the inner workings of them. The Pokemon company, it's a private company. They, they're, they're not going to show up one day and be like, here's our books to the investors or any of this. And Game Freak's part of it. It's it's split up a third, a third, and a third, right? Creatures, Game Freak, Nintendo. And it's just odd to me that there is they can't move a deadline after releasing. They would have released three Pokemon games with the, these that came out in a, in a 12-month span because they did Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, they did Arceus, and then they did this. It's like three Pokemon releases in a year. If... It seems odd that they couldn't have been like, we're going to do one in the holiday. Then we'll have Arceus can launch the generation. Sure, with it, it'll just be centered around that. And then we'll then we'll move to Scarlet and Violet next year because it needs more time. It's odd that they would sacrifice so much of their really the image of Pokemon now by pushing this thing out the door. The, the quality, the quality, I would say. Image yeah, I, look, I mean, that's that's a really good point. Like, but. I think the way that I see this is if they delayed the game, let's say they mm -hmm. delayed the game, then that would have a knock-on effect on next year's releases, you know, mm -hmm. like then they'd have to really push to get those games ready. So I, like I said, I, I feel like they're in a, just in a really tough spot right? Um, where they're just like, they're just grinding out these games and the quality is starting to get 
worse and worse as we're starting to see. And yeah, look, the right move is to just to, to pause and mm-hmm. uh, you know make sure that you've got everything where it needs to be. But unfortunately, that's not the case here. And and here we are. Here's here's my other issue with this. It I think this development cycle worked well with like the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance and then the the DS and it's getting a little shaky with the 3DS. But now they've moved to console and I don't I don't think this development cycle works anymore for what mm-hmm. they're trying to push out. It's it's not going to get easier necessarily when we go to the next switch or whatever Nintendo has, because it's going to be it's more powerful. We assume I don't think they're sidestepping with this. It's, it's going to be a more powerful system and expectations go up from there. You think they're we're talking about comparing this thing to Xenoblade Chronicles three now model Soft on a next gen device is is going to make some crazy looking thing. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to show up with. I mean, you look at Scarlet and Violet, it looks like they did kind of make a 3DS game and just like the textures and stuff. They're like, all right, now here we go. And they're like, oh, it's also got to work on the TV. Uh oh, (laughs) it's kind of what it felt like. That's the problem with Game Freak in this situation is that they had only been making handheld games prior to this. Now, this was a huge leap for them for programming, for game design. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as though they are just stuck in those growing pains that every other developer had faced in the early 2000s. So they're mm-hmm. about 15 years late to the party. And they're learning this as they go. And that's where I would want for them to get real substantial external assistance, similar to what we saw with Fire Emblem Three Houses. Game Freak can program what they program. They can come up with the world, the in-game systems, the mechanics but you go for some help and they do go for help. There's a lot of outsourcing done with the Pokemon games. You can see it in the credits. Well, they used Ilka. Ilka made Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. They didn't make that. But if you went to a studio like Monolith Soft's support studio, who assists on Breath of the Wild, Splatoon 3, and other titles within Nintendo, and you had them almost act as though what Platinum did with Star Fox Zero of, you're going to build the environments. You're going to build the settings Hmm. where this game's going to take place. Here, here's our engine. Do what you can do with this. You have to follow, you know, the deadline we have set. We are going to turn this game out in three years. You're going to, you know, follow those same criteria as us. Let them do that bulk of the work. Game Freak's programmers simply do not have the visual chops to produce a game that is lush. This is now, what, the fourth Pokemon game on Switch? And we haven't seen a visual really increase that you typically see from the start of a generation to the end of the generation. This is still very flat. It's very bland. Yes, the character models have improved to some degree, but you know, Creatures Inc., they're the ones who design all the Pokemon models. That's not Game Freak. That's I don't have any, I actually don't have any issues with the Pokemon models either. I think they look, mm. for the most part, fine, acceptable even. I think they're fine. And that's the thing is, Game Freak can design a solid game. They're just not good when it comes to graphics and they need that external assistance to really make the world graphics something that appeals to fans and why they haven't pivoted to that direction yet is just very confusing and that's why when mvg and i were talking about on my show i just made the crazy pitch of maybe pokemon should ditch 3d and go for a 2d hd style like Uh. octopath traveler go with hd (laughs) pixel art I talked about that because somebody mentioned that I was listening. That would never happen. I feel like that's not going to work for the kids, though. <laughs> yeah, we love HD 2D. 
like all of us old guys but right. you should see how younger people talk about hd2d they're not rushing out and buying octopath like that they're not rushing out and buying live alive all us old guys like it but even like look at on our own podcast look at what click and jordan say about hd2d games they just and they're a little bit younger than us right they're not they're not they're <laughs> they're 20s and they even say i don't know no, well, no, what, about, like, what about like link's awakening that we saw on switch a top down but hold on hold on a bit hold on no no one else played Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, and that was like some weird chibi art style, and people gave that up. Don't do chibi. You have to make it look good. <laughs> but people were, but that was, you know, that was a more simplistic art style to get it out there and done, and they said they wanted to be more true to the source material, I, I guess. But but that but that's what I mean. That 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 kind of an art style that's not the, the grand 3D attempt is uh, frowned upon. And it shows in the sales, technically, too, but... <laughs> Uh, compared to, compared to other games. I mean, Nate, like a, like a, let's just say like a, they take like Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and yeah. do something like HD as like a side thing. Yeah, that would be fantastic. But a new gen, that would be a very, very bad idea in my opinion. For for us, it'd be cool. But I, yeah, think I'd be for, fine like with I said, it. Yeah, I'm younger really kids, like man. Talking oh. from my age, right. where I would love to see, you know, like that Pokemon red yellow blue and just be beautiful cool. hd pixel art be like yes. oh yeah <laughs> i'd probably i'd probably buy it be my first pokemon purchase i'd buy it what yeah. <laughs> oh, I, would, I would love that i i hope they do something i mean they won't but i hope they do something <laughs> i think you know what mg yeah, i think like you that should... type of thing i mean otherwise are we gonna do like a smash brothers where we have bandai and namco come in and they can just they design the game alongside game freak because game freak they're never giving up these games it's they're there. not they're part of the Pokemon company. They don't have to. They're like, yeah, we're yeah. here. We own we own part of this building. Yeah, Game What's Freak up? will always be involved. So whenever you see people saying, take it away from Game Freak, that's never happening. At most, oh. we're going to have a co-developer join them. I like Bandai Namco. That's not a bad idea. They even have experience with Pokemon. So The only, the only thing that I'm, I'm thinking is that we can get other people to like Monolith Soft or whatever to come in but those companies are also used to building games and they get time like xenoblade chronicles 3 took how many years like when they rushed things like xenoblade chronicles 2 was a smaller team i mean and it looked great but that was also slammed for graphics and performance yeah. mm -hmm. at times too yeah and so was I, Xenoblade definitive edition they they didn't have as much time I'm, to make even that if game. i'm yeah. people slammed that game as well for graphics how it looks they didn't do a good enough job so it's like people want to selectively use monolith soft when oh now they're great but People were bashing some of their stuff that they did with with Definitive Edition, and when when it's a when it's a smaller budget, not as much time. People don't like exactly what they're doing. People as do want to. People do want to load Monolith Soft out to everyone, though. I yeah, that don't lie. They want to. Who do we get? Monolith Soft. It's like. But they, if you give Monolith Soft four or five years, yeah, they can make Xenoblade X. Xenoblade X took them the whole damn Wii U generation to make, or they can make Xenoblade Three took them the whole Switch generation. Like if if you give them a bunch of time, they can they can make something. But would they be good with you know, the kind of, the kind of schedule or the kind of crunch that yeah, where they have to like, yeah. when they're not used. I mean, they are kind of, but not really. You know, the results aren't as good when they don't have as much time. Now, it's still better than Game Freak, right? But mm -hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles Two is not a you know seven hundred monsters where you're doing all different type of stuff. Like I get it, you outsource them, but I don't know. I don't know exactly how it would work, but I mean, damn it, they got to try something, right? So I, yeah. I think the ideas, the ideas are there, right? It's not. Yeah. I don't think it's. It's not going to get any easier if we get new hardware in a couple of years or something, and I mean, the expectations maybe, go up. Maybe we can just hope that Game Freak is willing to stop objective, you know, objecting themselves to 
this idea of they need an annual release, whether, I mean, they cycle through their A team, their B team, their C yeah. team, and then they have their assistance from like mobile development teams, as we saw with Brilliant Diamond and Pearl. You don't have to do this type of turnout. You can slow down. Don't set yourself these deadlines because Game Freak is in that conversation where they say, okay, we're planning the next generation of Pokemon. It's going to come out in 2025. That's what we're targeting. That's what we're going to be targeting for the Pokemon company to get the cartoon show, the cards, the merchandise, everything. That's the year. So Game Freak is guilty where they put these deadlines on themselves. Don't. What do they, what do, they do with all this money, man? Slowly what and po- say... What's a, what does the Pokemon uh, company do with all this money that they make? Don't, they made like $1.6 billion in 2021. I mean, what, don't they reinvest it in the, themselves? They bought, a, they bought a card printing company, I think, recently. What about... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else. What about Game Freak and, like, like getting more people that work? Isn't there only, like, a few you know, hundred that work? be real. I, I mean, to be honest, Game Freak, what, what else do they do? It's just Pokemon, right? They've tried different things. It didn't work out too well. Not they, to the scale of Pokemon. Do, they do... What's his name? Tumbo, the badass. Tumbo, the badass. They did Little Town Hero. I bought hey. it. Maybe one other person bought it. I don't know. I bought it. I got the collector's seal, baby. Uh, from Asia. I'm, Let's I'm go. sorry. I'm sorry. Go up and but they, <laughs> I, I, you know, I haven't checked. <laughs> if I'm Game Freak, I'm pushing this thing out the door. Someone else has to tell me not to because. Think about how much money you're about to make just pushing it. They know it's going to. We're going to be back here next week. We're back here next year, week. They're going to have a new Pokemon game. They're going to have, they're going to yeah. put it out there. They're going to have more merchandise to sell with it. And that's why we're in this endless cycle. Yeah. There's and nothing. We're not seeing improvements oh, yeah, made to the games. And you've got record pre-orders as well. Thing. Yep. You've got record number of pre-orders. So why, why, why change the formula? We're all, we're all sitting here sensitive. expecting them to break records next week with Famitsu sales charts and then in the MPD and then eventually the investors meeting with Nintendo. We're expecting all this stuff to happen. So it's not even yeah, gonna be shocking um, when next week they put up a seven figure number in the Famitsu sales and we're like, yeah, that's a that's about right. Japan sales are gonna be astronomical. I yeah. believe early charting had it somewhere in the area of one point five to two times higher than Sword and Shield. Yep. So it that's not shocking. And if I'm like I said, if I'm game freak, it is that situation of well, they'll buy it anyway. <laughs> I'll fix it later. They'll buy it. That's it's kind of a shame because that's not where you want to be as a consumer See, in this in this th- relationship. That, but that that concerns me because I feel like they haven't hit rock bottom yet. Like I feel like this game is bad, but um, if they just kind of just ignore it, oh, and continue, I see. What you mean, yeah, then things could get worse for them. We could end up with a cyberpunk situation. I'd like to think that this was enough for them to be like, oh, we could get to a cyberpunk situation. We should probably figure this out now. But maybe you're right, MVG. Maybe they're like, wow, we put out a game that was kind of busted and we broke records. Well, hopefully we can do anything comes. we want. <laughs> hopefully that patch comes soon. That's that's the I key hope. thing. If we don't get I that hope. patch, then oh. That's I'd like good. to think that there is like a level of embarrassment somewhere in there just to the state of it. But I, maybe it's I don't maybe it's hard when you're when you're sleeping on a pile, a literal pile of money. I don't know. I, I honestly I'm surprised at past certification and it's in the state that it's in. I feel like it was kind of pushed over the line a little bit to get there, because I, if I submitted a game like that, it, Nintendo would have sent it back and said, no, fix it. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, hey, Nintendo's got 30 percent of stake. Get this mm-hmm. thing through certification. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. 
we'll, we'll make it happen. Hey, I tried. I tried to take Nintendo out of the situation a couple months ago when I said that yeah, Pokemon game. Not really Nintendo. That's kind of Game Freak. I was quickly corrected. That's Nintendo's game. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's I, yeah, I'm hoping there's a patch, though. I am. And I hope Game Freak gets it figured out. If so. the patch comes to Nate's point, I may take a look at this game. Uh, I if think they you do should, patch it, I think I, you should I take a look it. at it either way, MEG, just as kind of that that thought experiment playing it, just to see. Because it is an open world and it is definitely an open world that was built in a small amount of time with a lot of pressure. So uh just for the developer side of you, it might be worth picking up just for that curiosity sake. I'll, I'll put that recommendation out there for you. You could also play Pentiment. It's also uh -huh. not voice acted. Yeah, that's the other thing. When when does Pokemon get voice acted? Once that happen? Never. Never. That's true. It's gonna break records. Why do they? Why, why well, do they I mean, need Pokemon to... Yellow had Pikachu actually sound like the show? Wow, that was Amazing progress story. at the time, and that was like mind blowing when we were little kids. Like that was Pikachu actually pretty cool. Pikachu on the main screen, he's running at us and surfing. That was pretty cool actually when that happened. Yeah, hmm. that was badass. And that's like now the only Pokemon who still talks. That could be the revelation for the next release. Voice acting. That's it. Just uh, for the Pokemon? They just have to make it gibberish. No, for, for, uh, in the they beginning, just all, they just take all the anime Pokemon. There's so many speech bubbles in the beginning of the game. And it, they're doing these things where they have all these animations figured out. And they're trying to be over dramatic, but it, it's silent the entire time they're doing it. So it's it's I mean, they're they're already really bad vision. at localization. You might as well just make uh, all the characters speak in gibberish and then just do the like do the banjo the thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, hop, hop just comes up. Yeah, <laughs> that'll at least be funny. <laughs> be entertaining. Or they can do. To not joke around just a little bit, they can do what Mario plus Rabbids does. They just voice a few lines, then not the whole thing. Like the rabbits yeah. don't speak fully. They just say a few things, then stop. And yep. then like Beepo or whatever his name is, that little thing, he'll talk fully like a narrator. But then like the characters don't necessarily say everything. Just even that would help just a bit, you know? Yeah, it would. It would. There, there's a lot of stuff that would help, obviously. Um, but. Oh, man. Now I got we'll this see. stupid Diglett song I, in my head because Gil Chong just wrote Diglett. Here's, Diglett, here's Diglett. my thing, though. I would have no problem if there was one Pokemon game per generation, like brand new one like this, and they just did add-on content throughout the generation of a system. And they maybe even introduced a generation of some kind through an add-on content piece. Like, that That would be perfectly fine <laughs> for yeah, me, jam. I think, rather than feel like they have to do these two and a half Pokemon companies looking at like is looking and would just smack like like old school yeah. just smack the hell out of you like yeah. do you know how much money we lose <laughs> are you taking money away from us for what are you doing but they would keep selling you, the game news wave a week we only want one news wave a week huh buddy huh <laughs> they would keep selling the game though they'd keep selling it why do you and make so many news waves huh why don't you just make one big one and we'll just watch that one <laughs> Because the news, it, the news keeps happening. It keeps going. It you keeps going. <laughs> Pokemon Snap. Also, also, before. also, Newswave has voice acting. So Those there you go. <laughs> it has a voice. You say Diglett Dig, Diglett Dig, Trio, Trio, you, you Trio, Trio, Trio. <laughs> what were you going to say about Pokemon crash. Snap Night? Pokemon Snap on N64. Didn't the Pokemon actually say their names and it wasn't gibberish? Or am I misremembering? I 
on the 60. I'd have to go. I have to go. I I can't remember to be honest. Because <laughs> I thought I, I remember. Because Curb, um, Clefairy, no, Jigglypuff sang. She, yeah, because this is Jigglypuff over and over again. Yeah. Right. Say it. Uh, Jigglypuff sang in um, Smash Brothers also. Yeah, but that doesn't count. The original one on the 64. Well, they still I use remember the... Diglett. I think I remember Diglett saying Diglett Dig in Pokemon. That was, from an, that was from an anime, dude. You don't remember that episode where they were singing their song? Uh, I just remember the... coughing, saying coffee every yeah. five seconds. And there's wheezing, yeah. Yeah, and Arbok. Those are the good days. The good days. Greatness, MVG. That's what we're talking about. Greatness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robert Turner said I was right. Let so me uh, did have Pokemon dialogue. Oh, there you go. There you go. Damn, we've regressed since 1999. This is from Agent Redbeard Plays, becoming a member. Shout out to Agent Redbeard saying, I played both Halo and Gears a bit here and there when they came out. Got a Series S and Game Pass. Which one would you suggest I play from the beginning? I'm going to say Halo. I'm sure other people will say Gears, but I, I, I'm a Halo guy, so I'd say Halo. I like Gears. There you go. So, I, I like I like gears. The gears. Okay. Tjo says there's a couple other things to look forward to when a game is nominated at the Game Awards: sales, especially if it's a Nintendo game, and the Game of the Year medley music by the orchestra. Oh, that's fun. The Game of the Year medley music. That 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 was pretty good. I remember. I specifically remember the one with um Persona and and like Breath of Wild and Mario on it. That, that was good. Zoop says hashtag Nebellion sweep. Please come back to us, Nibble. Uh, <laughs> nibbling you man nibbling you twiddle was about to implode before it happened he's left yonder says shout out to steven shout out steven ruffle says stop arguing with fanboys it always gets nasty i assume that's for sean <laughs> Derek says having a good time with scarlet and violet the core gameplay is good however the visuals are hot garbage and game freak needs to do better than this hoping a patch comes out to fix awful frame rate that's that's where i'd start frame rate and apparently the memory leak Foxy says, whatever happened to Advance Wars? The physical version is no longer sold at Nintendo's website. I don't, I don't know. This is, it's getting sketchy with Advance Wars right now. I'm getting a little worried. That's a big mystery. Don't know what's happening with that game. Uh, Doggy says, Game Freak isn't blameless, but the Pokemon company is the biggest culprit. Truly Epic says, decided to expand my social media and finally made a Twitter. Hopefully it's a very kind and welcoming community. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mighty Ryan says on the subject of Pokemon, how would you guys feel about Ilka handling the black and white remakes, assuming they've given enough time to polish them? I had no problem with Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl for what it was. I know it wasn't the greatest Pokemon remake or anything, but it the frame rate was higher than 20. <laughs> it was, uh, for what it was, I, I, I enjoyed it. Traditional Pokemon game. So I have no problem with Ilka coming in and do that. They're doing, what are they doing right now? They're doing something. They're actually Monkey's on a project. Odyssey. Pretty big RPG. Yeah, they are. Okay. I, I, I was going to say, they, they came in for that. There was something else they came in for that was kind of weird. I, I'd have to see what it was. They were doing something recently that I saw pop up and I was like, oh. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. I forgot what game it was, though. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. It was a big game, too. Yeah, yeah. It was like a substantial game that they were part of or helping to develop. Yeah, I'd have to look back into that to see exactly what it was. Maybe somebody can mention Uh, it in the chat. One Piece Odyssey. Is that what it, I I feel like there was something else they announced recently. Yeah, I thought there was something else, too, because One Piece Odyssey's done. That game's pretty much done, so... 
there was something else that got announced and it's for a game coming up. It's not a game now, but it's one that's not coming out for a little while. Um, but it was it was surprising is what I'll say. It was, I was not at all expecting them to be doing that. Because I think I talked about it in a news wave at one point. This is uh this is from Jonathan says went went to buy Pokemon. They were out of stock. Jokingly asked if they had any PS5s in the back, and they did. Glad Pokemon sold out. Now I got a PS5. There you go. That's true. Everyone's, everyone says, why why don't we get a Conquerors reboot or sequel? I don't know. We we do need to get one of those. Hey, Click is here. Hello. Click How is here. Everybody? Good. How are you doing, Click? Good. I miss anything exciting? All the Pokemon talk. Oh yay! Did you get Pokemon yet? I'm not getting it. Okay. <laughs> you didn't get a you didn't get a review code? No, I told him no thanks. Oh wow! Click uh, cl that click standing. Why stand up. click is standing up against of, Game Freak? Is it because of the performance issues of the game we were just talking about? No, I just from the get go, I like wasn't really striking me as something that I wanted to like take time out of my program to like stream. So I knew I was going to be enjoying Bayonetta and I really am excited for God of War and I just didn't want to take time away from Pokemon and I just didn't really like what I saw. I told Jordan that last week and he's like, I'm not going to make you love it. So <laughs> I'm a little sad that it's actually like not working out as well as everybody else was hoping. Yeah, that's we'll we'll see what happens with it. Good to have click here, though. Good to have click. Hi. <laughs> you also missed my excellent manscape read. Oh, darn, man. Yep. I use them all the time. You missed it. You missed it. Xbox has no games says, what are the cast thoughts on the Parasite Eve bait and switch symbiogenesis? <laughs> I hate Square, Square Enix's business practices lately, but still excited for Crisis Core. Yeah, that was a shame. <laughs> that, that one hurt, uh, but it's square. They they give us Crisis Core, the, the reunion. They got to give us something like that. So, hey man, ma make, room so. For Iron, make room for Iron Hander. We'll be good. Gosh. <laughs> Iron Hander with NFTs. No, <laughs> no it's Iron Hander. <laughs> Am I the only one who doesn't care about <laughs> NFTs? Like, I don't care if a company wants to waste their time with NFTs. It's going to flop. Or it's it is a, it's such a waste of time. I'm not them. worried about it. Like as long as they keep on making like bangers, like this year, it's like Dragon Quest Treasures, Crisis Core looks lit. Final Fantasy Crisis 16 looks looks incredible. Like oh, click I click. You have to play Crisis Core. Click you have to play that. Oh yeah. Well, I watched through it, um, but I haven't actually got to play it. Play it. So yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, yeah. Nice. All right. Cool. Mm. Tjo yeah. says, "What MVG? What would happen if the Pokemon Company told Game Freak, you need to get the game." out by this date at all costs and game freak just said no we won't release in this state mg obviously working at the pokemon company can fill us in <laughs> i mean i don't think look it, it's not negotiable that i mean that's that's all that's all you know there is to say here i, I don't think they would ever um say no we're not going to do it because that's just one of those things where you know if, if the, the message comes from above then you just have to get it done and i think that's what they did we're this close, this close. The game, it just worked. The game just functioned. It would actually be a really good conversation around. It'd be fun. Sarah uh, says, any possibility that Pentiment comes to Switch? Nate, any possibility? 
our resident pentiment expert. Nathaniel. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> what do you got for us? I mean, it's not an impossibility if Microsoft okays it, it could come to Switch and it would be very welcome on that okay. platform. So, you know what, Microsoft, Phil Spencer, if you're listening, allow Obsidian. To I heard he listens Switch. to the podcast, so now it's going to pop up on the Switch. Good. There you you're go. welcome. If you see a Switch on his shelf and um, the letter P next to it, get ready. All of a sudden, when it comes to Switch, everyone on this panel is going to be playing it, saying, "Wow, this game is the best game I've ever played." Uh, that's not. You no, must be talking about RGT. Clip. talking about me, dude. You imagine that game on the Switch Lite? You couldn't even read the text bubbles in that. Listen, thing. old RGT. man. <laughs> that would okay, be RGT. We'll get your bifold, that, that, that's that's a classic RGT move. Oh, this game's ass. Next thing you know, it's on Switch. Oh, well, you know what? I gave it a shot, and damn, it was pretty. You know, thumbnail. Oh, you know, like. You know? Hey, the second Sean starts seducing the nuns in the game, you'd be like, all right, let's go. Gosh, Consoloscopy says, what was, what has been the best Black Friday sale y'all have taken advantage of this year? I got Persona 5 on Switch for $30. So far, I got Horizon Forbidden West for $40, and I picked up Death Stranding for $10. Hell yeah. and that's, that's, not, that's not a good deal. I got a better one. So here, the, this is... That's the PS5 version. PS5 Dying version. Light, Biomutant, and Doom Eternal for 15 bucks. Biomutant. Mm-hmm. Five bucks each. Five Walmart bucks each. clearance. Yes. Black Friday Walmart clearance, yep. baby. Nice. I love that one, OJ, with that Biomutant. Hold on. What was his username again for that question? Cole, uh, Cons- 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 <laughs> I, just, I really love that username. Kudos to you. I uh, I did. I got Tiny Tino's Wonderland for twenty bucks so far on the Ooh, PS5. Nice. I wanted it to fall in. Pra- <laughs> I wanted it to fall in price. Hey, Sonic Frontier is going to be thirty five dollars. I think twenty nine. Twenty dollars. Twenty nine dollars. Couple days. Yep. That. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I paid 60 for that game like a week ago. You did. <laughs> did. Did you guys see it? Like, I picked up a copy for 40 because randomly, Wario 64 at 2 a.m., you guys were probably asleep. It was 40 bucks randomly on Amazon just like a, a few days ago. I forgot. I think last week, just like right after it launched, it was 40 bucks on Amazon, yep. PS5, and Switch, like randomly in the morning. It was yep. Hilarious. Yep. So I, I, I'll, I'll probably pick up some more stuff. As we get closer to Black Friday, I, I might even I thought about swinging by a Walmart Black Friday just to see what they have because they would put them out with stickers on them and see what's there. But I don't know. I've been I've already been yeah. stocked on a lot of games as it is. PS4 collection. I'm hearing some things because you guys know I cover the physical games. Might want to start getting those PS4 games physical. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Last of Us Part Two, by the way, ten bucks on Amazon Prime shipped if you don't have it physically. Ten bucks. Texas says Nate and RGT are boomers. The Spawn Wave Discord has decided. What? Why? <laughs> yeah, you boomers. John's not even here. Bunch of boomers. Uh, but, hey now. <laughs> Matthew says your daily, weekly show dedication is appreciated. Thank you, Matthew. MTS says Nate, how much of PlayStation's weird decisions are actually made by Jim Ryan and not the board? Very few decisions are actually made by Jim Ryan. Mm. Jim Ryan is kind of like I'll He's say the president guy. of you know this country just as a very loose example where you have some power but ultimately the decisions come from the board and everyone else around you he has to sign off on them but he's not the one sitting there saying let's release 
no good games on the PlayStation Premium service just because I'm a bitter old Brit. That's why he looked all turned around at the beginning of this generation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He looked confused for a while there. Uh, then we have the, the African Triforce says, I think most people that buy Pokemon games treat it as more of a portable experience. Their standards aren't the same as us home console players. Hey, I play. I was playing Pokemon on the, the Super Game Boy back in the day. But now I, I get what you're saying. A Game Freak kind of, at least at this one, feels like they built it thinking portable and then it got blown up on the TV. And yeah, mostly just from the texture standpoint. It just it doesn't run well either way in terms of frame rate. But textures, you can tell, not supposed to be that close to them. I well, mean, but imagine like only doing half your homework and then being like, yeah. oh, no, I only got. Yeah. Operating, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I ag I agree, but I don't know. I don't know if I feel about they being as only a portable experience because portable games like that usually they don't go open world like completely open world for like you're not thinking in that way. That's more of a console mindset. If I'm not correct, right? Like, it's not like yeah. people are oh look at all these look at all these open world 3ds mm. games or DS games that are out there or whatever. It was always like that's the console thing to do, you know? Right. Yep. Um, so I think they were thinking about console players in terms of making the game bigger. Yes, portable experience. I mean, that's where, like the quality of life features and other things that Pokemon is known for, you know, that, you know, being able to play locally with your friends. I mean, stuff like that, you know, uh, those are the things that, yeah, portable experience. But if you're making a open world game, I mean, they're definitely thinking about the console experience, you know? Right. Yep. Chris, uh, no message here. Thanks, Chris. I do want to get into the game awards as we're going to go through some of the categories and see what we think about some of the nominations and we'll even try to pick some see what we can come up with there evan do we have a discord question while i pull up the game awards oh uh, yeah we got a couple pokemon orientated ones Ooh. are there I'll certain are, are there <laughs> certain pokemon typings you look for in a starter cute uh i, I I'm, hmm, that's a good question well we're getting these uh creatures basically to go to go to battle constantly right that's the, that's the goal yes dog so fighting that, simulator yes i need one that looks like it, it, it's it's gonna basically destroy everything in front of it so i went with the fire crocodile because you picture fire crocodile and that's that's what you get i mean there's one there's the water the water duck quaxley i put yeah. i'm with quaxley i say water duck but he has a no fear door. He, he does have a pompadour, uh, a pompadour, and I like I like that, like uh, Josuke from uh, JoJo from JoJo Part Four, and I like yeah, but you know I like Josuke. Cats eat ducks and lizards. But here's so. the but here's the thing. I say water duck, and you go, what? yeah, okay, that's fine. That's not that's not scary. Then you say what? leaf kitten. That's would it, not scary. Would it be scary? Fire or crocodile, a crocodile with fire coming out. Would of it just be scary if it was like fire duck? <laughs> what if they were all fire to start with? You just put fire in front of any of it, and it's probably gonna work. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, Ducks can MVG's, be kind of. MVG's weird. team Fue Coco, okay. I'm team. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> you would like this game, MVG. You would like this game. MVG would like this game. Yeah, for the pure entertainment of this or Pentiment. Nate, which pentiment. one? This or Pentiment? Which one would I like better? 100% Pentiment. Okay. It has murder. Okay, thanks. Mystery. Dude, you're, you're, you're murdering other you're people's these little creatures against each other constantly. Bavaria. Don't you want to get a piece of Bavarian cream pie? I don't know what you just said. Bavaria? <laughs> you never That's... heard of Bavaria? <sighs> you would yeah. like this game, Nuremberg. MVG. You go to Nuremberg in Florence. Bunch of Philistines over here. You would like the game, MVG. <laughs> All right. 
All right. The other one is what prevented Game Freak from implementing level scaling in Scarlet and Violet? I don't know. The fact that Quaxley probably has to go somewhere to be 15 minutes early. Uh, the 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 level scaling in the game? Ah, dude, I, probably the fact that it's it's like their first real open world game. They, I, they probably didn't even think about how to implement that. They're like, well, it's kind of guide you i mean if you run into something and it just wipes you out immediately just turn the other way next time i mean we keep talking about how they're just trying to catch up and this was a mechanic normally used in open world games to try to prevent people from going places they shouldn't early yeah. so it's like they're they're at that stage in our history we're just looking back through time as they produce their games yeah i mean technically you can grind out your levels in the field and then just like brute force <laughs> your way to a certain part but yeah as, as people are saying they're they're kind of trying to catch up so that's they do, do, do we're trying to we're just trying to get this game to run well now that we're talking about like them implementing level scale and figuring all that out it's people uh, think i made up the word bavaria this is like bavaria, is a bavaria. they thought i made up the school district of foster gloucester isn't bavaria a okay. country in europe yeah it's yeah. 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 Ba ba like bavarian cream yeah, that's exactly. real yeah. Yeah. okay it's real you have another one, Evan. Uh, Geography. I think people. we're about to do we're game awards. So, okay, which, yeah, game awards. Yep. Which game awards category do you think should be removed? Also, which one might you add in its place, or just in general? Content well, creator of the year. Do you want to? I have the link here. If anyone wants to, you guys want to pull this up? So just say I have it in front of you. It's the nominees. But because there are a lot of categories, like there are a lot of them. There's like best indie game, best indie debut. I mean, I see I why they have it, but yeah. like, I mean, does it maybe matter debut? Because they just don't even like show most of them on the show. They just like yeah, and they breeze through them show. with title cards, and then it's ads the entire show. I so think it doesn't we'll, really matter. Well, we'll go through. We can go through some of the different games here. I think the bottom row, which is like most anticipated game, esports athlete esports coach that I, we can kind of skip that bottom row unless yeah, hey, evan i see why they any... have the like i see why they have the esports i mean it mm, makes sense for makes, it to have it that's what makes know? money because it makes yeah because yeah, it, yeah. it brings in viewers and money so i mean i understand why they have that best debut indie that's from a studio that uh that like is their first game so we'll go through that content creator of the year there's controversy on this one uh, i know I know this one. I know Nobelian. Heard of Ludwig. I don't know anyone else. I this is the category that makes me feel old. All right, click. Who wins it? Wait, hold on. I, oh, crap. I uh, clicked off of it. Well, I feel like you're... Uh, you, have to, you have to publicly throw the year. four uh, of these people under the bus and pick one I, of them be better than the rest of them. Okay, so, okay, so I don't know Carl or Nobru that well, uh -huh. but uh -huh. like Ludwig um, uh -huh. and Cutie Cinderella actually do like a lot of stuff. It just mm. really, I think it comes down to how involved the Twitch versus YouTube side of things kind of comes in. Because when you have content creators who are bigger on YouTube, even though the community might be more active. Uh, Wait, with these people are YouTubers? Some Ludwig of them. is. Well, Lu Ludwig, 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 he Ludwig is now. from Twitch and he switched over to YouTube. Oh, I thought he was just a streamer. Stuff. I thought he, he was a streamer. No, wait, hold up, hold up quick. Say it right. He got a bag. To switch over to YouTube. Oh, super I thought bag. he was. A, Yo, I thought he was a Twitch streamer. Yeah, super, yeah, yeah. You. Oh, okay. YouTube gave him a super bag to switch over. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's just one of those things. Like they like content creation is like mm. what they do, 
but it's okay. not content that we're going to consume because you guys are busy making your own. You know what I mean? I figured it's because I'm old. I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, I wouldn't say you're old. Do they cover do they cover drama stuff on YouTube and, and streaming and stuff? They Lug, do. Lug, Lug does a little okay. bit. Okay, that makes sense. Lug that makes sense. Yeah. Lug sense. does like daily daily events and stuff. There I'm you go. That makes videos. sense. Why? He, he yeah. also yeah. runs he also runs Smash tournaments. Yeah, um, he, he helped run the one of the latest Smash stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. So okay. he's from he started in there the Smash community and then he exploded well past that. But that's you where he what? started. Uh, I, I'm, I, all right, I'm sold. I'll vote for Ludwig. He's pretty cool. I, th I think you'd like his stuff. Oh, man, Twitter's going to come for you. You have to vote for Nebelian. Come on. There is Nebelian as well. Hmm. Does Nebelian create content right now? I... No, he left. Oh. Tell you, okay. No, you know, I'll, I'll vote for... I'll, I'll leave Nebelian off of this one. I think, I think that's the correct answer. The, sen the sensible answer. Chat says they just stream. Do they really create anything? Um, I would suggest you try streaming on a daily basis and then let me know if you feel like that's work or not. Streaming's work, bro. I'm telling you. Streaming is streaming, work. Yeah, because some people I, will stream for nine or ten hours at a time and it's like, my like, gosh. That's like saying like being like a news anchor or a radio host isn't like a like an actual I wish it wasn't actually job. work though so the government would get off my ass so i don't gotta pay <laughs> i wish i really wish it wasn't work so i don't gotta pay any damn taxes on this ish true, seriously true. i wish it wasn't work true true i really wish it was just a hobby i'd be like this would be great in the bahamas i'd be chilling be streaming from the man i wouldn't worry about a damn thing damn mm. government mm. <laughs> i wonder if hey we'll see if nebelian wins he goes and accepts the award. No, no. He's oh, not okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> who, <laughs> I, I so. who posthumously picks it up for him, or do they just go like, "We'll mail it to him"? Ha ha. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know how that works. Jeff Kiwi will DM it to him. DM Twitter. it to him. DM it to him. Twitter account. All right. Let's uh, best multiplayer. Call of Duty MW2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge. Should be Shredder's. Shredder's. Pick Splatoon, but any of them would be fine. Splatoon would be good too. Yeah, you can go with, yeah. Hmm. I love Splatoon, but I, I really, I feel like based off of votes and like the audiences who are going to be voting, I mean, uh -huh. I feel like it's probably like Multiverses or Call of Duty. I don't think Overwatch two will win. Is Overwatch two really big? It was really big. <laughs> it was. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Overwatch two, especially like with all the problems that Overwatch two, even though it is free, like how they just botched all of the like no more loot boxes and all transactions. Oh, like, okay. And then the the botched launch, like it was just handled so poorly. I don't like for as much as Splatoon three crashed, and I complained about that. Like Overwatch two, like it was just. That's, oh okay yeah it was a mess so okay and then uh, i mean multiverses did kind of explode this past year i wouldn't be shocked if that won it, it was cooled, it yeah, cooled it down though a lot right. oh, dude really i was fast. i was at i was at evo this year and multiverses was blowing the f up everywhere mm -hmm. it was like it was the biggest game at evo but since then it's it's kind of really died down a little bit okay because yeah, they haven't been able to add as much content and they just added like i think like a ranked mode i mean i like multiverses i, I actually really like it. it it's it's good but they haven't been able to add as much and some of the characters choices have been eh, like they had like what's this like gremlin or something 
like that or some type of weird <laughs> the goblin movie. Or, oh that's yeah, funny. gremlin and that's added, awesome then they, they added black adam oh, but okay. it's like it's not it, like the rock version i guess isn't he just like a reskin of superman they just changed yeah, yeah 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 it seems that way from what i mean he's not i watched the cat you know the cats he talks about multiverses a lot um yeah but uh the, the, the character selections are just not necessarily on point right now now maybe next year once they you know get some new some more highly requested character like they need scooby-doo like i don't know i mean that needs to be like the next character like, I, I think i'm gonna I'm, i think i'm gonna go call of duty i mean i've been enjoying call of duty this year it's been pretty good it is pretty good it's not let's see uh this is best sports and racing F1 22, FIFA 23, NBA 2K 23, Grand Tourism 7, Ali, Ali World. Wow. I voted. I, I voted Choices. I voted uh, Ali, Ali World because that game's awesome. Choices? Um, I haven't played I any know. of those games. I don't even really want to give it to Grand Tourism 7 because that had a lot of its own ish. Ah, man, that's tough. I don't know. Yeah. Um,. The best nothing. traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. Uh, that's tough. I feel like FIFA 23 will win it because FIFA always wins. True. Oh, well. Let's see. Best family game. Choice, Kirby, Lego Star Wars, Mario Rabbids, Switch Sports, Splatoon 3. Forgot best what I voted game. for. I think I voted for Kirby. Family yeah, I voted for Kirby. Life. Yeah, that seems hmm. like a Kirby category. Kirby, maybe Switch Sports could take it, but I would ah. say Kirby. Yeah, I kind of want to go Kirby I'd as say, well. I'd say Kirby because the fact that Kirby was like the highest grossing for Kirby's line, but also mm-hmm. a lot of people really liked Mario Rabbids. Yeah, Mario Rabbids good. I, I don't see how that's a family game. Like usually, like a family game. Like if I was playing with my daughter, oh, like man. it would be like co-op. Like she can actually play Mario plus Rabbids. The new one doesn't have co-op. The last one did or did, but this yeah, one doesn't. But, so she would just watch. Like, but it's also Mario. So like, I feel like sometimes like families will just buy Mario. Interesting. I don't. Yeah, but at least even like Mario Odyssey, it's like there's like you can play like the Cappy stuff. I don't know. To me, mm-hmm. it's like family. You got to have at least some type of co-op feature in there, right? Yeah. Like I'm, Lego I'm, Star Wars, that's a pretty like people love like, like that Star one, Wars, like yeah, co-op with the fam. Yeah. Like that's really yeah. good. Like yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if single player games are like fam. It's like I, I guess maybe I don't know. Maybe people's families are different. But I think I think I'm gonna go with I, I think I'll go with Kirby on just yeah. I think I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go Kirby. I feel like best fighting game. I'm a little confused about this one. Sifu, <laughs> it's a fighting game, right? DNF Sifu. Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, King of Fighters 15, Multiverses, and Sifu. Why is See, Sifu here? Dude, <laughs> I understand that, you know, having awards is prestigious and whatever, but if you don't have enough games to fill out a slot, then just they ran out. The, just don't have the slot. They just ran out. Do you think they're Crap slowly out. do you think they're slowly trying to expand it so that they stop just putting like fighting games no one's ever heard of in it or like joke ones? Like they're just like if you yeah. punch a person in a game and maybe have some move lists, like at some point we might get like a Streets of Rage. I mean, maybe probably because I feel like the genre's kind of hard to fill out. With, I with caught a fighting titles. Pokemon the other day, <laughs> yesterday. So could Pokemon be in this then? Because there's a fighting Pokemon. <laughs> well, it has low kick. That sounds yeah, like a fighting move. It, there isn't a lack of fighting games. There are a ton. It's just the ones people have heard of is the well, issue exactly. here. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, these dudes do not play any fighting games. Let me just tell you that right. These people that are they play zero fighting games. Mm-hmm. They put in a they fighting had, game. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's, 
Uh, I I don't know what people really like DNF Duel. DNF blew up for at least two months, and everyone was freaking out about it. Uh, hmm. Maybe you think that just gets the vote of like, all right, this is that hardcore fighting. Multiverse game. is in there. Multiverse is gonna win. Okay. 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 Let's see. This is a good one. We have best RPG. Elden Ring, Live Alive, Pokemon Legends, Triangle Strategy, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Ah, oh, we know yeah. it's going to Elden Ring. Live Xena Alive. I'm going Xenoblade Chronicles 3. But you I'm surprised that you're going Xeno, Xeno, John. I'm going I'm Xeno. actually surprised. Going Xeno. Team Live Alive. Let's go. I love that game. Like, yeah, nah, I, knew, I was thinking about you when, when, you, when I saw Live Alive. I'm like, MVG's going to vote for that. <laughs> are we doing our pick or are we doing what we think is going to win? Yeah, you, can, you can go ahead and do your pick. What do you, you want to win? Best role playing game. Oh, I don't think Live Alive is going to win. I think Xeno is going to win. No, what do you want to yeah, win? But your you pick is your pick is live alive. So yeah, my pick is live alive, but live I think Zeno will win. I'm you going Zeno. You you really think Zeno is gonna get get some recognition? I think yeah. this is it. This is their category right here. This is the year. Uh, time to shine. Yes, this, this is, is the, it. Uh, this is it. Otherwise, it's not gonna win any. I mean, it might win OST, but maybe not. Could it could win that? Yeah, yeah, could. yeah. I'm going Zeno on this. I'm I, I think this. It, I'm feeling good about it. Okay. All right. I have faith. Best action adventure, A Plague Tale, God of War, Horizon, Stray, and Tunic. I told you God Tunic of War. was going to be somewhere on there. Interesting. Best puzzle solving in that. Hmm. I haven't played God of War yet, so I can't say nothing. Action Let's adventure. pick God of War. I can't say nothing. I have you played God of War 2018? Have you played 2018? Yeah. You're right? You love that game. It's that game, but way better. I love Plague Tale. That game, but way better. I love Plague Tale for it, but I still think the narrative is going to be that God of War is going to get a ton of side awards so that another game can take Game of combining, the Year. <laughs> combining combat with traversal. That's literally what Plague Tale is. I was going to say that. I kind of think Plague Tale might win this one. I mean, it could I be mean, God. It's kind of a toss up for me between God of War and Plague Tale for this one. By that definition, it should be Plague Tale, just how the game is designed. <sighs> That's tough. I. Yeah, Horizon, I, I'm, I'm between was those. So much fun, though. You I feel I mean? like Horizon's gonna just be forgotten about again. It can't catch a break. Bro, yeah, like Horizon was actually really solid, um, despite the the story connection and the overarching uh -huh. like lore. But like Horizon, I had a lot of fun with that game, and it's just, I'm kind of I'm kind of mad at them for deciding to launch this year. Like, just do it any other year. That is not gonna get overshadowed. By literally everything else. Best action game. Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty MW2, Neon White, Sifu, and then TMNT. Those are all solid. Turtles. Shredders, baby. Let's go. I'm going Bayonetta 3. I picked Bayo, but they're all they're all good. Bayo was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Especially like those last couple fights. I really liked it. Going Bayo. Going Bayo. Mm -hmm. Shredders. <laughs> best best indie game. Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. I think Neon White gets the... I'm probably Neon I'm White, go yeah. I'm going Sifu. I think I'm I going to disagree with you and say Tunic is going to get it. Oh, I oh, nice think spot. I went Tunic. I don't remember what I picked, though. I think I either picked Tunic or I picked Neon. Hmm. I, I don't, you know, I don't remember which one I picked. I think I picked, I'll say Tunic just for right now. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Sifu. I'm going to go with Sifu. I like Sifu. Best ongoing game. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. Oh, this might actually be a close one. I'm looking at two right now that I think might be like. How many of these when... games have been in this 
category for like at least three years. Yeah. Final Fantasy XIV is there every year. Didn't when they say fourteen got the huge expansion? Was that this year or last year? I'm right now. I'm between Final Fantasy fourteen and Genshin Impact. Those are the two I think that would could get this. Didn't they say Genshin Impact last year with a J? <laughs> Whoever they had on the stage, I think, said it. Yeah, it, it was yeah. the the basketball chick, the yeah. professional basketball player. Oh, she no. said Genshin Impact or something oh, like that. Oh man, uh, I every time something happens with Genshin Impact. Twitter explodes like on especially on like the Japanese side. It's just ridiculous amounts of talk about Wait, Genshin did, Impact. Didn't Final Fantasy have an update come out this year? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Final Fantasy 14 is just is incredibly popular. I think it, it's what the most popular MMO right now. It's one of them. Yeah. I think. I yeah, think top. I, I, yeah, I'm just going to say Final Fantasy or Genshin, okay. honestly. I think I'm going to go with Genshin Impact just trying to decide between them because I feel like that has has got a lot of support. If I'm not mistaken, Evan, you could probably Correct me if I'm wrong there. I, I mean, they just did an event that was basically Pokemon theme that blew up a bit and showed me oh. a Pokemon game I'd actually want to play that's never coming out. So that's wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let's do that one. We have, let's see, we'll do best performance. There is Ashley Birch from Horizon, Charlotte McBurney, Plague Tale. Christopher Judge, God of War. Uh, Boy. Man, Man Engaged, that's Immortality. And then Sonny Soljic, that's God of War. Oh. Get in the boat, boy. Yeah. Boat for boy. <laughs> I think her performance as Amicia was absolutely spectacular. Have you, have you beaten it yet? I'm at the last chapter. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't want right. it to end. <laughs> it's going to, and you're going to feel the pain. Just go. Just do NDG it. NDG just started it. How I'm on chapter five. Game? Great game. It's How like 20 it? something hours. I'd have to look it up. Is it longer than the first one? Wasn't the first one only like. It's longer than the first one, yeah. Okay. Okay. You need okay. to play the first one, though. Yeah. You, you, you have to watch everyone she knows just suffer <laughs> like come on Damn. best Damn, best score and music by the way sonic frontier is not in here no clue what's happening what? a plague tale feedable isn't nominated a plague tale elden ring god of war metal hellsinger xenoblade chronicles 3 Zeno. i'm go i'm going xenoblade chronicles 3 Zeno metal hellsinger 3 by Metal Hellsinger, sorry, no. <laughs> the third. Oh man, this man, is now. Metal, metal Hellsinger. BG coming in from the future. Game. He leaked it ten years early. <laughs> I want Metal Hellsinger to win, but it's not. Okay. Xenoblade's gonna win. That's the freaking. That's the rhythm game, right? Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. With, with all yeah. major bands, beautifully layered music. Oh, it's so. It's good. got yeah, Surge Tankian from try. System of a Down in there. Yeah, it sounds dope. It's it's soil so work good. stuff on there it was good. Yep. Okay game i think i think it's Zeno. probably it's probably Zeno. well hopefully because they didn't even get credited for music uh when Zeno 2 came out yeah Zeno 2 wasn't yeah. even nominated best art direction we have elden ring god of war horizon scorn and stray oh. i i am gonna go in a different direction i think stray? stray wins this nope elden ring Boy. has got it art direction for elden ring Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, some of the, some of those some of those Dark Souls three uh, textures really paid off there. <laughs> Got or sweet. I think for best, I, I Stray just had such an interesting look to it. Scorn was just gross, but I guess that could win it too. But Stray had a very 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 interesting world that they built. 
Mm. Best narrative. That's for outstanding storytelling. Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War. Hera Why is Elden Ring in this? You had oh, to find stop. the story. Someone no, needs to tell me what happened in Elden Ring right now. I need to know the story. Gene Park had it all on Twitter. There's, there's <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure there's a Wikipedia for it. You walk out of the cave, you're the tarnished, and you have to find the Elden Ring. That's the story. There's okay. narrative. You got to find it, though. Like, there's a lot God of war in there. You God of it. War, Horizon, Immortality. Oh, how I wish Sean was here to talk about the Tears of the Kingdom door and how I have to go <laughs> online to learn about its lore. Fuck you, guys. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Again, Boy. Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, Immortality. Boy. Boy. I did not play Immortality. I watched someone play it. It's a very specific kind of storytelling. It's not. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to get too far. I don't think this Horizon story is like they explained it well, but it uh, it's, it's interesting, good. I guess. But it's it not had, like hmm. it had so much build up just to leave you like like disappointed on a cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Like they they could they could have made it much more satisfying. Like that's my thing about Horizon. It was so much fun. Yeah. You're like, dang, this 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 final fight is gonna be yep. like it, man. And then it is not. <laughs> you're waiting for like another phase, and it just never hits it. And it's like the final phase is the whole next game, and you're like, yep. fuck. <laughs> mm -hmm. I I'm kind of between God of War or Plague Tale. That's solid. Yeah. God of War is a very good narrative-driven game, so that's why I'm like probably God of War. But I, again, Plague, I think Plague Tale has a chance to actually surprise at the Game Awards there's this a, year. There's a lot of character arcs in Plague Tale. Uh, a lot uh, of redemption well, arcs. A lot of crazy stuff happening. It won some. Uh, it, it won. What did it win? Indie when the first one came out. Like a lot of people. I think so. It, it got some recognition, right? So, I would like to think that the. People are, are going to be excited to, to vote for this one. Like I said, the narrative for this is most likely God of War winning a ton of not Game of the War Game of the Year awards, and then something else winning the Game of the Year Best. award. Yeah, but you say that, but it also could be Elden Ring too. I feel like God of War and Elden Ring, hmm. it's going to be like God of War but, 2018 and Red Dead Redemption 2. But this, ha yeah, this happened years ago with that, where it was literally like Red Dead was winning everything, yeah. and then God of War won the final. It's like, wow, this, this game's amazing in all these categories, and this other game won Game of the Year. Cool. Best, <laughs> best game direction. It's Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, Immortality Stray. I think this is Elden Ring. It's for Boy. outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Boy. I, 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 can, see, I can see Elden Ring, like, the fact that you're just kind of given the world to explore. Mm -hmm. Like, that, you know, is, is like... I feel like that's 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 a little bit more innovative versus what we have considered the more standard narrative of like God of War, where it's go go through puzzle or sequence A, cutscene, another sequence, cutscene. You know what I mean? Like I, mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like Elden Ring, um, whether people love that gameplay style or not, like that, like they you discover as much or as little of the narrative or the lore, whatever you want to specify it as, as you want. And everybody's, everybody's experience is going to be like completely different. You it's know, very it's different. Like Breath of the Wild. Breath yep. of the Wild. Elden Ring's going like to win that. it though. No, Clint's right. El Elden Ring's going to win that, that category. <laughs> I think Elden Ring takes it. Yeah. Game of the year. 
Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, Stray for some reason, and then Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It's oh, yeah. That's why. Xenoblade Stray is in there. That that seemed to surprise a lot of people first. Before has no business. Any that four, four hour cat game has no business being. It in wasn't there. four hours. It's a four hour four cat game. It wasn't four hours. It's a four and a half hour cat game that was in there because there's cats. Like let's just keep it a buck. Let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it real. Oh, it, it was good. Did you play it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I played Tale Two. I'd rather go just buy a real cat. I'll just go buy a real cat. I'll just play with that cat instead. I think it would be better under like innovation, like in an in innovative design. But yeah, game, game of the year. No, if I love a it. Dog, it wouldn't even be nominated if it was. If it was, uh, what are what are stray dogs are called? Whatever they're called. Right. <laughs> what goes? What, dog, would you, what would you? What would you replace stray with? Uh, anyway. something, something outside. Something outside of that. I'd replace it with something else. You can put Kirby in there. You can mm -hmm. put triangle mm -hmm. strategy in there. You can put a lot of other games that were rated even better than Stray that have way more content, way more value, rated some of the best in their industry. You know, Stray's not even the best indie game this year. Neon White was better. Than, so, I mean, I don't know. I'd put a lot of different stuff in front of it. But that's just me. Everybody has their opinion, of course. No, I would too. I don't hmm. know. Neon White is rated, literally rated a 90. It's a Meta Metacritic must play. How many reviews? It's an indie game and it's not... It's nominated for one thing. Stray's nominated for six separate categories. And Neon White's literally like multiple points higher than it. Super good game. I mean, there's like Triangle Strategy is like 100 hours if you really want to get content in there. It has incredible narrative. It has one of the most innovative uh, features uh, with the encampment to where like you can level up, talk to your characters, whatever you want before and after battles in between missions. Uh, you know, if you just, if these people actually played the games which they don't they only play certain games then they would know how much better some of these games are but it's they're limited because they don't play everything so they're games like triangle strategy or kirby or games like neon white they're gonna get the short end of the stick based on you know where it's at whereas games like stray sifu stuff like that's gonna get a little bit more love which which is okay i mean i i under i, I get it you know you you drop that, but the... there's a lot of cat haters in the world could have dropped shredder's revenge right there right yep. there because it would, it would have been an it would have been, right been an indie title most likely. There's a lot of cat haters out there, slot. but there's there's also a lot of cat lovers, which is why Stray gets six nominations, six nominations for Stray. <laughs> hey man, I don't know. It's the first game you get to play as a cat. You get to tear shit up. It actually was. It is a it is a good game. It actually is a good game. I I like the I like the world they built. It was so interesting. So. Not sure if it's worth more nominations than like. Live Alive, Triangle Strategy, Curvy, and Xenoblade all combined. I'm not I'm just not sure if it's worth that. You know, and literally, like, tied them or out, like, got more nominations than all those games combined. I'm not sure if it's that good, but, just, you know. Like, when we think about it, I just feel like when it comes down to it, like, even though we have categories and we try to categorize all these games, for the most part, like, when it comes down to narrative or direction or story, like, it's kind of apples to oranges. Mm -hmm. And it really just comes down to people voting and their they're flat out like they're just like their opinion because of the fact that if it has a cat i'm not gonna play because it, it has a cat or um oh it's like a turn-based game i'm not gonna play it because i didn't like the one turn-based game i played years mm -hmm. ago you know what i'm saying yeah like, oh, I, I know exactly what you're saying exactly it's, yeah. just, it's just apples to oranges and that's what's crazy like <laughs> i think it would be freaking hilarious if none of these games got game of the year and then stray got it just so like <laughs> they did it as an upset like I, I, that would just be the funniest. I, yeah, I would love that if that happened. If they just that you know, happened missed, last year, messed everything up. Kind of. What, like, what won last year? It, it takes, takes two. two. It kind of happened two. last year. Yeah, you're right.
say yeah, last year was boring. But okay. last year didn't have <laughs> didn't have games as high as rated as Elden yeah. Ring. What were the other games? Metroid Not, Dread, Deathloop. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I was just tired of Deathloop, bro. I, I just remember Metroid Dread and Deathloop were up there. Yeah, Metroid Dread, yeah. Deathloop. It takes two. Oh God, I'm drawing a okay. blank. So See, people were like, no matter what year Horizon came out, it would have been overshadowed. It should have come out last year. Psychonauts, like Psychonauts. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Psychonauts. Like was, that's another one. Forza wasn't nominated for Game of the Year last year. Nah, it wasn't. No. Highest game. rated Game of the Year and didn't get Game of the Year nomination. Room, room. So what? Whoa, what takes whoa, uh whoa. what what takes it this year again? Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, Strays, you know, Blake Chronicles three. Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring. I I think it's gonna be Elden Ring. God of War is gonna win pretty much all the yeah, other that's all the, the other ones, and Elden Ring's got Game of the Year. Yep. I am going with the two-time God of War Ragnarok taking Game of the Year over Elden Ring. It's happening. I, 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 when I play the game, I feel like I'm going to say that, John, but I'm not getting my hopes up, so I'm saying Elden Ring. Oh, I absolutely like God of War more than Elden Ring. <laughs> I definitely like it more, but Here's I just why. think Elden Ring's going to win it. I'm going to read the description. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Yeah. Elden Ring, not technical perfection. Had frame rate issues, judders, stutters, the whole deal. God of War is solid. It's a great narrative-driven experience. The action's good. The combat's good. It's a, it's a great PS4 game. You're a better right. Better story. Hey, Elden Ring was pretty good on the PS4 too. Elden Ring was maybe better than the PS4. <laughs> it was. You want to run the PS4 version? <laughs> I, uh, I'm going with God of War Ragnarok. I think it's a toss-up. You could pick either one, and yeah. I think it's like just coin flip almost. They're, God of War Ragnarok is, is really, really good. They're both incredible. I mean, obviously, you know, you guys know my pick is Zeno. They're, but all the games this year are actually, I, I like I said, remove one or two, but they're all it's, it's solid picks this year. MBT was a he's a big Elden Ring backer. I know it. I know he's, he's hundred some odd hours in that game. I know. MBT I, I loved. For, for me, Elden Ring was was the best game I played this year, yeah. um, without a doubt. I, I think. <laughs> I mean, look if. It's look, it's it's a coin toss, right? I mean, it could go either way. God of War could easily take it, and if it does, I think it it would probably deserve it. But for me, Elden Ring was far and away the best game I played this year, and I think it brought something really special to gaming. It, it really opened up that FromSoft uh, Souls formula where people only only hardcore pl players wanted to play those games because you just get destroyed. And it really opened it up to a wider audience, and they did it successfully. Right. I think the game uh, was incredible. The sense of exploration. Look, I haven't played a game like Elden Ring since Breath of the Wild, where you just kind of pushed out into the world and you have no idea what to do. And the exploration aspect of Elden Ring, uh, the discovery aspect of it, just it was just a, an amazing experience from start to finish. I think, mm -hmm. I, I think it's it should win. Uh, it's my game of the year, but you know, God of War could easily take it. Okay. What do you got, Nate? I have Elden Ring. Like Amiji was saying, Elden Ring is the best game I've played this year. Have you played God of War? I have not. Ah, there's still a chance. Okay, okay, there's still a chance. Go on, go on. <laughs> Elden Ring revolutionized the genre type that it's in. And as MVG was mentioning, it really expanded the appeal of that genre type. The game was just reported at over 17.5 million copies sold, which is no small feat for that genre type. Close to Pokemon numbers. <laughs> better than sword and shield no 
What? Sword Shield's 25 million. Because yeah, yeah. oh, that game went nuts at the end, but 17 million is, I mean, it's a huge number. And you had developers at Ubisoft actually angry mm -hmm. about the user interface of Elden Ring saying, how come people aren't complaining about this? It's so minimal where they're probably going to take note of that and maybe look at it for future Assassin's Creed games. Elden Ring is going to redefine how games are approached for that genre. And a lot of those mechanics are going to be borrowed. So that I is a good Ring point of the year. The thing I would give Elden Ring is they did that thing with the, the HUD where it slowly faded away and you even realize it was gone while you're playing it. It was it was pretty good for that. Mm -hmm. So you could have it set there. But yeah, the minimalistic approach for it was great. Um, but I don't know. God of, God of War has been a, an experience is what I'll say. I, I think you need to play it, Nate, before the game awards happen. But 19 he doesn't like he doesn't even he didn't play 2018 you've got 19 days yeah you need to play have, it nate I, I feel like you're gonna play it it's gonna hook you and you're just gonna run through it because it is it is like that after i finish pentiment the next game oh is my be gosh the protocol that's the next game oh, i'm playing at least yeah, man. i'm all over that. that i'm all over that yeah it's gonna be good day one day one mm -hmm. <sighs> really that really you're pentiment right now yeah. god of war later after Callisto Protocol, Dead Space, Resident Evil 4 Remake. You gotta beat Plague Tale. Stop being a little bitch. Pentiment's 15 hours. <laughs> You're probably gonna be done that net, like in a couple of days. He's not uh, playing I'm it. I'm gonna enjoy John. my time with it. For like an hour <sighs> a day. That's two weeks. Oh, gosh. Click, Click's got my back. She'll play God of War soon and then she can let me know what she thinks. Oh, hell yeah. I just finished Bayo uh, this morning. Okay. Okay, so. okay, okay, okay. So God of War's up. God of War's up. All right, mm -hmm. good, 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 good. MVG will play God of War soon too. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll definitely. Okay. Uh, I'll definitely play it. Good. On the right. list. Then Evan will play it. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, if it goes to, did you did you play God of War on the PC? No. Ah, oh, okay, interesting. All right. Have you thought about when it? That, Just like seen it? Not really. How much later did that come out on PC? A lot years later. years later. <laughs> yeah, years. It'll probably go on sale eventually for like fifteen bucks or something, and then maybe have an impulse buys it and just like let's see what happens. Highly yeah. doubt it. Oh, uh, break out the PS2 controller, man. Get that dongle still. The PS2. I got the I got PS2. the eight bit dough plugged in. It's basically the there same we go. Thing. Let's go. You play you play Miles Morales yet, Evan? No, I. It, <laughs> All I can remember is all the streams I watched where looking away for two minutes and looking back was just another scene of him charging up a generator. And I was like, I don't want to play this game. It's not happening. I remember when it came out and you asked about that. And they're like, no, it's not like that at all. And then, exactly then like yeah, it's exactly like that. It's the whole goddamn game. <laughs> uh, do we have like generators? Do we have do some uh, Discord questions over there, Evan? Still got a bunch left. Yep. Okay, we'll go through them. Where will all of you go if Twitter is gone? Uh, YouTube. Outside, <laughs> to the bar. It's bright touch. outside. I don't know. Well, on touch, touch grass. Yeah, there's always YouTube. Uh, I'm already on Insta and Twitter or TikTok. YouTube so. Shorts. YouTube Shorts. So, there we go. Let's go. YouTube's looking like the greatest thing ever created, isn't at it? This point. <laughs> I mean, I think it was. Was it? Uh, who said that? It was that YouTube is the one S tier social media platform. Uh, uh, Mar Marquise uh, Brownlee. Uh, yeah, I I, yeah. I kind of agree with that. Looking around right now, it's like Look, all this stuff. Like Twitch wait, is on fire one day. YouTube, Twitter's wait, about to explode. How would YouTube be considered S tier? I feel like it's still incredibly you, like YouTube, convoluted to find what you need to find. Just here's the reason why YouTube's S tier. Like YouTube's S tier because out of all these sites, in terms of it, 
you can make money on YouTube at such a low amount of subscribers. I saw I went full time on is YouTube it now. Is it when I no even back like when I first when I first yeah it's a thousand to just a thousand and a certain amount of views. But even then, like how they do their ads, how everything is like, I think I was at like 10,000 or so subscribers and I was making enough just to come even on all my bills and everything. Like if you're consistent, it's fair somewhat. I mean, yeah, there's there's problems. But if you compare that to Instagram, you compare that to TikTok, YouTube blows it out of the water with revenue potential and just a search of like findability, like what you get out of it when you put into it, you know? Like Twitter, you don't get anything. You don't get anything from Twitter. You can be super popular, not get a damn thing from Twitter. Same thing goes for TikTok and Instagram, you know? I think the potential for support is there on YouTube, but I feel like I've seen a lot of people grind for years, be incredibly consistent and actually have good content and they just don't end up getting... Agree or the support that they need, you know what I no. mean? So no, I absolutely I agree. It's also, there there I, is like a factor of luck with it a little yeah. bit, but I don't know. I, I think as far as like like with Twitter, it's like you're interacting with people. Like there are people I've met through Twitter, and like I've been friends with for years now that I never would have ever probably crossed paths with if it wasn't for Twitter. Mm. I think it's going to be very weird to like see yeah. what kind of replacement would come along to to cross the communities together oh, i think you twitter know? is important in the social media aspect of things obviously for but, sure uh, yeah, yeah. That's, I, don't, I don't know what would come by and replace it that's a serious operation for as simple as it look when you turn the website on there's a lot of moving parts but mm-hmm. this is from pyro it says our third party theme key sites scams it depends. Yeah. You you do have to be heavily worried about it because if a key is stolen, that can be reported stolen. So if you use it on your account, your entire account can get banned. Okay. I wouldn't trust any of those third-party key sites, honestly. Okay. Uh, definitely says, where's RGT85? He's my favorite. He does awesome cameos. He's like shadow boxing Game Freak fans right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lord says, do you guys recommend Sekiro? Also save up for PC people. Yeah, Sekiro is awesome. That was a very good game. That was really fun. Yeah. I that one game of the year, <laughs> didn't it? It did one game I of the year, 2019. I, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't like it. I, I hated it. I love it. I hated it. It's a good you game. I, did, I couldn't get into it. Look, um... Bloodborne and Elden Ring are the only Souls games I like. Even Demon Souls is okay, but it's it's still... Yeah, there's there's some leeway in Elden, in Elden Ring, but there were some fun, weird little things in Sekiro. Like if you go to the underworld before killing the ape you don't have to deal with fighting two apes at the gate into oh. the underworld like there's all these weird little things about it that were kind of fun like oh, i hate See, that ape i think i think Sekiro is like the one of the souls games that i'm the most drawn to because i can't stand souls combat otherwise and i know people hate me for that but Sekiro is the one where it's like i played it and i'm like it's a rhythm game this is fun <laughs> it, it, it's so you know, it's so you, much that's actually and fluid not that inaccurate that what it, you say it's, it's kind of a rhythm game Sekiro yeah. has responsive controls like it's yeah. responsive it's 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 I mean like me I'm the same way I'm not huge on souls just because I just feel like the controls just aren't quite there for me but I did enjoy Sekiro a little bit but I didn't like love it but yeah I, I would recommend it though like I, I would recommend the game and, oh and if you're looking for something like that try out the the game that I like the Neo series like yeah Neo's that's very good. like souls and it's like secular it's kind of like combined it's a bit of both and it's fast and it's super responsive and there's a collection on the playstation 5 you get both mm-hmm. games and it's super good neo would be something that i would check out 
Sean says MVG doesn't like Pokemon because they moved on to GameCube level trees and he misses the N64 trees. That's exactly right. I'm telling you, MVG, it, get this game, dude. I'm I, I, for a technical aspect, I think you would be curious about it, but the game the itself, the build, I think you'd like it. Are you, are you on like the payroll? The yeah. Are you on the payroll over there? I am picking up. No, I want MVG, I want MVG to overclock and, and test. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get him. Cause I know once he gets it and he sees it, he's gonna be like, clock this thing and see what happens. <laughs> uh brent says just got my pocket and watched want to replay oh my game boy po game boy pocket I want to replay the dragon quest games with the cores available should i that analog pocket should i play console or handheld including the ones on super nintendo thanks oh because you do have all the cores available that's true i haven't looked at the the pocket in a while i know they've added all those new cores i haven't yeah. checked any of that stuff out i need to check it out I don't know. should i play the console or handheld Mm. I mean, I like playing Game Boy and Game Boy Color on. Yeah, it's my favorite. Game Boy Advance is a little weird on the pocket for me. Let me go. Let me go over to uh, Evan. You still had some Discord questions left. Yeah. We have like one or two super chats here to finish up with. I'm trying to go ahead through these. For YouTube, is go your ahead. main source of income ad revenue? No. Uh, some, some, not main, some, and then sponsorships stuff like that it all kind of comes together at the end and you just add it all up but it's, it's, it's part of it mvg is the, the professional out here he's the he's the game developer he's shipping stuff it's what always was, been a side side hustle for me yeah yeah what was everyone's first console experience console experience oh gosh the atari Are, i Are, guess that i didn't own or that wasn't mine primarily would have been atari and just kind of observing and i guess the one that i actually played was the original nintendo with mario I played Atari. I didn't e play it. I think my, e my mom specifically was the first one. They played one. Breakout, Breakout a lot. And I just remember observing it. And it, it's like that very small flash memory of it. I didn't actually, I can't remember too much of it, but definitely the original Nintendo with Mario. That's the first one I was like, yeah, I'm going to play this. And then I yeah. ended up putting it in my room. I remember playing uh, Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle back in the day. And just be, I was like, yo, it's Bugs Bunny. I'm and the TV like, oh, I had had a knob on it that you would move and it would go from color to black and white. It did you have to hook up TV. the little the two little prong things to the yes, antenna I thing on the back? A, yeah. yeah, I did have that. The RF modulator. You just oh, screw yeah. it with a screwdriver. So it would pick yes, up. Sir. Oh, dude, that was great. I, uh, I would love to get a really old CRT and hook up the Nintendo just to get that feeling again. But finding one is tough. Like an old man, you, you uh, try to live, relive those days. It doesn't work, John. Trust me. I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Too big. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, Evan. Uh, I mean, you get it for a little bit, and then it quickly fades as you realize that you, you're an adult and your <laughs> life sucks. It's nowhere near as cool as it was back then. <laughs> because we didn't cover it on Newswave, what's everyone's thoughts on Yuji Naka's insider trading investigation? <laughs> I think it's one what? of the most, uh, like, uh, it's something I was not expecting to read one morning or one day. Uh, I, I have no idea what the details of the case are. They just said they arrested him because he invested, and it was kind of clear that, Wait, or at least in their mind. That wasn't satire? No, he actually no. got over him and like two other people got arrested for insider trading around uh, an announcement for a, a studio or game or something. No, a Dragon Quest. A Dragon, Dragon Quest. Quest like mobile game or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, what happens when you make Balan Wonderworld. Gosh. That's what happens when you, when you need the, some money. The like, universe you, you and nobody's karma. Nobody's going to hire you. It's mm -hmm. uh, one of the funniest headlines I've read all year. I, I, yeah, I was not expecting any of that. Yo, Japan's serious about that stuff, man. He's in, he's in, he's, he's in big in trouble. trouble. Yeah, he's in yeah, trouble. He is in trouble. 
You have anything else, Evan? Yep. Uh, one more and the shout out one. Can the okay. next bet be about Jordan playing Sonic Forces or MVG playing Sword and Shield? <laughs> Look at the, the, not You're make him play Sword and Shield, man. Make him play Scarlet Violet. <laughs> please, please throw him that. And uh, I just retired from the army after 20 years, been watching since the couch era. Just want to say that Newswave was always my morning show before I would go to work, except when I was in Korea because of the time difference. All the other Spawncast members were introduced to me through this channel, and I love watching everybody's content and take on games and events. Keep up the great content, and I want to give shout out to Evan for being the glue in the background, making sure everything runs smoothly. Well, as who long was, as who that? Comcast the, doesn't screw me. Uh, he goes by was, he goes by nerd, I believe, in the nerd. Discord. Shout out to nerd. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your shout service, out. nerd. Thank shout you, out sir. to nerd. Let's double check that. Okay. And yeah. we'll, we'll, okay, okay, cool. Shout out to nerd. We'll do some uh, a few other super chats we have here as we do some outros. Let me go over to MVG. Where can everyone find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and on YouTube at Modern Vintage Gamer have a video out on monday as always and i'm sure nate and i will have an episode out next week oh thanks for having me on it's happening next week oh actually no next week's thanksgiving we well well we, we might we may have something out next week i forgot and happy thanksgiving to everyone in the u.s for next week Yay. happy holidays south coast says this is a total shame to super chat tony hawk one and two online servers have been down for weeks yes people still played online i haven't played online in that in a while i didn't realize it was down that's that's weird Maybe they, were, maybe they were hoping it's like no one <laughs> dang hey man it costs money to keep servers going mm -hmm. i will look into that conquer says we need a new turok video game banana says why are check marks so worried about twitter it's always been crud and it has survived because <laughs> it looked like people were actually leaving twitter so it was like i guess i guess twitter's going away nope still there chinru says i, I met my boyfriend through twitter thanks elon Men Gaming says, been a while since we had some hot wieners. Nate, comments? Well, you can also let everyone know where they can find you. Wieners in the chat, everyone. <laughs> I actually went to uh, New York System a couple of weeks ago in Oneyville, and I got myself mm -hmm. a few, mm -hmm. few hot wieners with everything and a coffee milk. It was a very nice afternoon snack. Very delicious. Well worth the money. Guy Fieri goes there all the time whenever he's in Rhode Island. Did you say Guy Fieri? The hell's his name? Is it a Fieri or is it Fieri? I don't know. <laughs> no one knows. We all just kind of glaze over his thing. last name like really quick when it comes up. Just call him Guy Fury. Yes, I got Fury. Yeah. Louis says, so still working. Town, that guy. <laughs> Louis says, still working on God of War Ragnarok, but does it ever get as gory as the old ones? I know 2018 didn't. Growing up, God of War and MK were some of my favorite gore games. There are some pretty uh, violent executions, I will say, <laughs> in that game with Kratos. So he, he is definitely more violent than the first one, or the 2018 God of War. Let's see. OJ, where can everyone find you? Yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube. I stream all the time. Also do RPG and Nintendo content. Had a video on Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and my impressions after a number of hours. Just did that. And I'll have some more a video on Atlas talking about what's up with Persona and some stuff that maybe you missed with that because it kind of got glossed over. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for subscribing. Appreciate it. Spawncast pre-show. I also run that. Getting really close to 100,000. I think we're about 2K away from that. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to subscribe, that'd be great so I can get the stupid check mark. 
Um, oh. And yeah, that's getting it. close. Thank you for having me out. Getting close. Go check out OJ players. Yeah, very close. Hey, big, big jump recently. So shout out to all the Spawncast peeps that are coming over, subscribing. A lot of you guys come over like on my daily streams and stuff. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Grubby asks, I want to ask John, why does he get most third-party multi-plat releases on PS5 instead of Xbox Series X? It, it actually depends. Like the shooters I usually get on Xbox, like Cold Duty I have on Xbox. But for the PlayStation, I typically look to see if they're using the adaptive triggers in the DualSense controller with the advanced haptic feedback because I'm kind of disappointed that Microsoft didn't make a push more so for their controller. They might still do it, but I was kind of hoping they would have spent more time adding stuff or changing things up with it and the dual sense controller right now is my favorite controller to use that's mostly why also maybe the the disc too right and i know xbox is kind of switching things over but you know that having that game actually on there that does help. To having to yeah to download the the series x version you know yeah i think they're getting you're right they're getting better with it but for a while yeah. there it was as mvg showed uh, you were just pulling the series version from basically servers to I to like confirm that you owned it and all these different things. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it was. Uh, but yeah, I think like Tiny Tina's is Xbox series. It's like separated. I saw that Walmart the other day. Yeah, so I got that one on the PS on the PS5. But the adaptive triggers are interesting and see how they continue to use them. Go for it. And the advanced haptic feedback is nice. So I would like Microsoft to attempt that maybe in an Xbox uh, Elite 3 controller. They'll try that. I don't know. First Gen says, uh, just spent 10 minutes trying to get Scarlet past the Game Freak logo. Actually, Nintendo's worst performing release. Fun game, though. Wish I could actually play it. Hey, hope that, that patch incoming, hopefully. That sucks, that man. Patch is incoming. Damas says, if you... Oh, if you headed Game Freak, the Pokemon Company, etc., how would... How would you have a steady stream of revenue for two or three years of no mainline Pokemon games that can drive the latest anime, movies, merch, cards, etc.? I would. Well, because they have multiple lines now, it seems like they're going to have a Legends game, a remake, and then the mainline game is kind of how they're setting it up. So you could probably stretch the mainline development to four years, I would assume, with that lineup. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. No one really expected a lot out of Legends Arceus, but it surprised people. And then does anyone, I don't know if anyone really expects remasters or remakes to be the mainline series especially since they outsource the one ilka so outsource that have your b team work on the legend series to experiment with things and then have your a team spend four years instead of two and a half to three years working on the mainline game it's so funny i think like arceus was supposed to be like the the test the water kind of service and they ended up just making themselves have really big shoes to fill because yeah I feel like it was such an overall better experience for people. Um, so I think it's interesting. But like, I know you guys already passed the Pokemon talk, but I, I was just saying earlier on my, my stream today, I was like, literally Arceus came out this year. Yeah. Like we've, yep. had, two, we've had two of these games in the same year. Like but, that to go, but beyond that click, so rush. Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl came out november so technically in 12 months we've had three pokemon games released <laughs> yeah but it's like do, do people Isn't really wild? count those do people really count like a remade sprite kind of thing uh I, that, yeah see we can't do hd2d i told you we can't do hd2d yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's still a release <laughs> that they put i mean it, yeah, it did 15 million sold or something like that but i it's still it's still a Pokemon game that they can market and put out there, but I think Game Freak kind of sees it as like separate because like Arceus is like not it doesn't move things forward, you know, 
yeah, it's yeah. a parallel type of like different style in the fourth generation of Pokemon. You know, so with some new with some new new Pokemon, like new evolutions and stuff, some new things, but it doesn't it's not the next gen. They don't see it as that. I think so. it's more like the gameplay aspect, you know, like no random battles and being able to run and have your Pokemon out and catch and do things for you. The mounts and stuff. I don't know, man. I just. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some elements. I mean, Arceus does some I mean, Pokemon Sword and Shield did some of that. Not all. But Arceus definitely brought some other really cool things to the uh, to the table do you remember you guys remember when people were complaining about the frames dropping in uh sword and shield like when when you turn online on and like how that's not now look at us yeah (laughs) (laughs) look look how far we've come look at this (laughs) uh that's uh miss click where can i find you yeah thanks for having me um you can find me here on youtube as miss click gaming um i haven't posted in a little bit i've just been too busy with literally everything going wrong in my life but i'm going back to twitch um this next week will be a little weird because i have family coming into town that i haven't seen in Mm. probably close to half a year at this point but we are going to be starting god of war but other than that you can catch um all the tea all the drama and all the the truth about people were asking about freaking the controversy that's not the truth with capital letters yeah i mean it's just that that what's what's going on quick nothing the freaking stuff that we talked about on sean's show like last week oh the batman stuff yeah like bro whatever and people are like calling me liar and shit whatever i don't have time for it i don't care i just want to eat turkey and happy (laughs) thanksgiving to everybody but you can find me over on twitch or on twitter or instagram as um at misclick so yeah Derek says the launch state of Scarlet Violet is unacceptable. Hardware isn't to blame. Sword, Shield, and Legends Arceus were at least functional, stable games. Mm-hmm. Then Banana with four different messages, a bunch of hot dogs just saying Wieners over and over and over again. <laughs> Shout nice. out to Banana. Shout out. Uh, I believe that is everything there. Evan, Go did you have anything? Oh, and then oh, uh, Mighty M. says Game Freak didn't do the remake, though. Ilka, maybe. That's correct. Ilka did the remake of brilliant diamond shining pearl so technically we had two different teams from game freak one doing arceus and then the other one doing us uh scarlet and violet so they could have I, th- I think they could space it out again a management thing maybe they figure it out to, to schedule things a bit better and, and give more time um, but evan where can everyone find you uh for now i guess you can find me over on twitter kimrick's project or instagram at that yeah. same thing or tiktok at that same thing uh if i'm going live on twitch usually monday wednesday friday midday so no one's really around but that's always fine. Uh, you can check me out there as well. Okay. Thanks everyone for tuning in. I uh, had a lot of fun with the Game Award stuff and the Pokemon stuff, but we'll be back next Saturday night after, of course, Thanksgiving and all of that. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Fuck Pentiment. Fuck Pentiment. <laughs>